If you or a loved one is suffering from a physical or emotional condition that has left you unable to work, then listen carefully. Take this number down. 800-593-7491. That's 800-593-7491. When you call, you'll speak with a Social Security disability expert and get a free evaluation to see if you may qualify for disability insurance benefits from the U.S. government. That's right, a monthly cash payment paid directly to you from the Social Security Administration. Whether you're applying for the first time or you've already been denied disability benefits, call now. The disability attorneys at Pinnacle Disability can help you build your case, file an appeal, and represent you at no upfront cost to you. Don't wait another minute to see if you may qualify for your Social Security disability benefits. Call Pinnacle Disability Group at 800-593-7491 for your free case evaluation. That's 800-593-7491. 800-593-7491. Call now. What's going on with you? Who, me? Yeah, you. What you got? I'm here to talk some sports with you. I said football season is over, but is it ever really? No. <laughs> we'll talk about that type of stuff at 1-800-878-PLAY, 1-800-878-7529. Get it in and get it in. I got the when I didn't. You know that it's Tuesday. So at 9.40 Pacific time, I'll check in with our friend Karen Lyle. And that's for the salesporttalk.com segment as we get out on Debay or wherever else we might have to be going. We have a director named Anna Kerrigan. She has a film called Cowboys with Steve Zahn and Jillian Bell. Jillian Bell was uh, in studio with us here uh, when she was promoting a movie called Someone Runs a Marathon. Brittany runs a marathon? Somebody runs a marathon. But anyway, uh, she was cool. She was in studio. And um, so we'll talk to Anna. Also, Bruce Marshall, of course, talking a little hockey on a Tuesday. Sailing and hockey. Two of the big revenue producers on Tuesdays. And then Michael B. Long. Um, He was Michael B. Short, but he started listening to his parents. Now he's Michael B. Long. He's the editor very interesting book about Jackie Robinson, mostly about his post-playing career where he was a civil rights advocate, and it's a pretty cool book, not just for civil rights, not just for baseball, but American history at that time. Lines are available at 1-800-878-PLAY. 1-800-878-2. Michael G. Long. Um, and uh, tune in app, iHeartRadio app, Stitcher app. Uh, we also are on American Forces Radio Network worldwide. Stay safe, come home soon. We're proud of you. We stream through sports violent. Come on back, let's do this. 
If you owe the IRS back taxes, don't worry. There's a bright side. The experts at brightsidetaxrelief.com will protect you from having your wages garnished, money deducted from your bank account, and your home or business seized. Brightsidetaxrelief.com will fight the IRS and negotiate to reduce or eliminate the amount you owe. Visit brightsidetaxrelief.com or call 800-730-4313. That's 800-730-4313. The consultation is free. Go to brightsidetaxrelief.com now. Here's an important COVID-19 school system update for your local area. If you're concerned about your child's education, please pay close attention to this message. The current school systems were not set up for at-home learning. If you're worried that your child may not be getting the grades they need to get ahead, may be losing self-confidence, or you're worried about them getting into a good college because of their grades, help is available to you. Call Grade Potential Tutoring. They can help with in-home or online tutoring and help your child with any subject and every grade level, even for test prep. They're experts in the home tutoring and online tutoring field and confident they can help you and your child get better grades today. Call now for your free consultation. 800-693-8290-800-693-8290-800-693-8290. That's 800-693-8290. Learn how thousands of smart homeowners are investing about a dollar to avoid expensive home repair bills. John, a former non-customer, said, My air conditioner broke, and I had to spend $1,900 to fix it. Jeff, a customer, wrote, My air conditioner broke, and I got a new one at no out-of-pocket cost. Mary, a former non-customer, wrote, My heating system stopped running. I had to spend $3,000 to get a new one. Lisa, a customer, wrote, My heater stopped working. I got it fixed at no out-of-pocket cost. For about $1 a day, you can have all the major appliances and systems in your home guaranteed fixed or replaced with HSC's home warranty coverage. Call now, and the first month is free. If the lines are busy, please call back. 800-410-4771. 800-410-4771. That's 800-410-4771. Okay, set it down over there and then go to Bay 5. Indeed knows unexpected growth can stretch your business thin. Like Amir's warehouse. To expand capacity, he needs to get started hiring right, right away. I need Indeed. Indeed you do. And the moment you sponsor a job on Indeed, you get a short list of quality candidates from our resume database. Visit Indeed.com slash credit and get a $75 credit for your first sponsored job post. Terms and conditions apply. Titillating Sports with Rick Tittle. Rick Tittle is a genius. The best show ever. He's so wonderful. Genius. The best show ever. He's so wonderful. Titillating Sports with Rick Tittle. Rick Tittle is a he's so handsome. He's a genius. I don't know about genius, but uh, how's your sporting Tuesday going so far? It's nice to have you with us, whatever y'all doing. Uh, was watching, uh, would look to be a pretty exciting Warrior game last night. And it's just unreal how much of a one-man team they are. And I, I can say, 
just by watching him, and I love the guy, and I know what he's meant. I'm not trying to disparage. Draymond Green might be one of the most overrated players in the NBA right now. I mean, he comes in and does nothing. <laughs> He'll throw the ball away. And it just, every time I watch him. And the other day, I think he had like 12 boards, which was nice. I'm not saying he's useless, but, man, he's just, it, it just doesn't work. Draymond, what he does works when you have Splash Brothers. Obviously, we saw last year when it's just him, it doesn't work. And that can go with just about anybody. But even with just Steph, sometimes it doesn't work. They are a complete one-man team. Like at the beginning of the fourth quarter in San Antonio last night, um, <clears throat> Steve Kerr, as he always does, was going to rest Draymond and uh, Steph Curry for the first six minutes of the fourth quarter. And so you had Pascal and Lee and Toscano and Wanamaker. They're laying bricks from three. And then when they went to the rim, every time they would run into three guys and just kind of hand the ball. Or you'd have like Jakob Poodle, like block it. Or just basically, here you go, Rudy Gay, you take it. I don't want it. You put in Steph, hits a three, cuts to the rim, lays it in like it's easy as pie. And you wonder why a guy gets paid $500,000 per game. That's why Steph gets half a million dollars per game. Not kidding. That's what he gets. And so anyway, near the end of the game, the Warriors are bringing the ball up the court. Draymond liberates the, eliminates his dribble just over the half line. And then he holds the ball up in front of him. It gets slapped out of his hands. Just a, a brutal turnover. But the Warriors still had it back. And... After a foul or two, there were five seconds left. They were down by three. Now, there are only two possible scenarios here. One of them has the great odds. 90% is Steph Curry is going to take a three to try to tie the game with five seconds left. There's a 10% chance they box him out, they guard him, they trap him, whatever it is. And so he's got to kick it to Damian Lee. Um or Kelly Oubre, but that's about it. So Steph immediately uh, inbounds the ball to Dre, and then Dre's at half court, and Dre sees the defender closing on him. So as soon as he gets it, he throws a football pass against the backboard. And what are you doing? Well, what he was doing, he's not a complete moron. What he was trying to do was he thought that what they were going to do was they were going to foul him, which was going to put him on the line for two, thus eliminating a chance for the Warriors to tie the game. Um, and the thing was, is that he wasn't fouled. The guy took a step towards him and put his arms up. So it was basically the lamest half-court, nearly a half-court shot you're ever going to see. And then he fouls somebody, they go to the line. A game, the game was over. game was over at that point. Uh, it the optics, as the kids would say, was was horrifying <laughs> because you know the first thing you think, at least I did. The first thing you think is you're trying to shoot a three, and then I'm like, okay, all right, now now I know what you were doing. And you wonder why Steve Kerr is a player's coach. You wonder why. Do you know Steve Kerr said after the game? He said it was his fault because he forgot to remind Draymond that they probably weren't going to foul. 
He said, Pop doesn't do that. Pop doesn't have guys foul, and it's my fault. I didn't remind the team that that's what they're going to do. Ha. I would suggest perhaps just not even throwing the ball into Draymond. But it was a disappointing loss to an exciting game. Let's go to uh, the phone lines at 1-800-878-7529. Lafayette, Vince, what's up? Well, this is what ticked me off about Green. I like Green, but he, that play really ticked me off for two reasons. One, even if you get fouled, you got to hope the referee calls the foul. You never know. And the second thing is, let's say they call the foul, the odds of Green making all three free throws are about, uh, about the same as me making them. I think him making mm-hmm. two out of three is probably less than 50%. So you have to look at it that way and say to yourself, is that really you know a smart play? I think it was dumb all around. I, I don't know what he was thinking, but that was – I mean, I, I bet you next time they get in a situation like that, Green won't even be out there. Uh, I don't know. They keep running him out there, and he is a three-time champion. But uh, there's just – there are things in his skill set you know, it'd be like asking me to uh, bake a wedding cake. You know, it's just it's, I could make one, but it would be horrible. You have, you have to put him in positions where he's going to succeed. But the carelessness with the ball too is aggravating at times. But you think they would have like your best three-point shooters out there, and Green's not one of them. So I would have him not out in that situation, and just have some, you know, my best three-point shooters. There's got to be somebody on the team that they could have picked. Other than green, it's a better three-point shooter. That's what ticks me off. That's again, that's not really why I was calling. It I was calling more about the A's, and what I'm really afraid of because they had to sell obviously uh, uh, Davis just so they could pay for flyers. I mean, they're that low on cash. It tells me there's like zero chance this ownership's going to build a new stadium. There's zero. I was about to like me saying I'm going to build a new stadium. I don't have any money, but I'd love to build one. And if that's the case. I just think that the odds of the A's staying here over the past five years is probably pretty remote, unless they sell it. What do you think? Well, it would be great if they sold the team to somebody who, um, you know, I can't believe I'm saying this because I didn't like it at the time, but sell it to somebody like Joe Lacob who wants the team to succeed and will pay through the nose for the team to succeed and hopefully... But, I mean, it's it's a club that there are only 30 members of, and it's a, there are millionaires, especially around here. Everybody's a millionaire. You go to the golf club, and you know, but if you own a baseball team, you just have so much more clout. I just, it's just amazing to me how much John Fisher doesn't care. And you'd think you'd want to give it to somebody who maybe would care. You know, his, his mom and dad were part owner of the Giants, and... He probably thought, oh, cool, wouldn't it be nice if I bought a team, too? And it's just, uh, it's time for him to sell, I would think. He had to be really a billionaire to own a, a club like that. But I was just thinking, there's still, I mean, you got the guys that own Google, Apple, and, you know, all these other companies, uh, all these nerds out there that are pretty darn rich. You think, or Facebook, you think one of those guys might buy it. Or, you know, I'd, I'd even love to see Bill Gates buy it. I mean, <laughs> even though he's old. I mean, just to maybe give him something else to do in his old age, since he's probably getting out of the computer industry. The guy from Amazon's retiring. Maybe he could buy the age. I mean, well, the thing worth, is, the thing you know, is, though, is they might not be for sale. That's the thing. Well, you give him enough money, he might. I mean, obviously, he's got to be hurting him. I don't know. I'm just, 
I didn't mind them not spending money they didn't have. I, it ticked me off. But when you just didn't sign any of your free agents but Friars because and you did it half of what you were paying before, I mean, they could have sat there um, uh, given uh, Simon a, an average, uh, what do you call it, a qualifying offer. They could have done the same thing for Hendricks, got a draft pick out of it at least. I mean, but they didn't even want to take the chance. In case well, Simeon, Simeon for sure would have taken the qualifying offer. And to tell you the truth, and I know they're being cheap, so I'm not trying to applaud them. I would much rather have Elvis Andres than Marcus Simeon. He's a much better defender. Simeon is, is so overrated as a defender, and he was basically an automatic out last year. Hendricks I have zero faith in, even though he had great numbers. So, But you're right. To, to say, oh, now we have money to sign fires, $3.5 million is tip money on just about any other team. Hey, I'm late, Vince, but thanks for the call. I appreciate it. We'll take a quick break, and lines are available at 1-800-878-PLAY. I'm Rick Tittle. Come on back. Airlines have just reduced their prices even more. Book 30 days in advance and save big. Want the absolute lowest prices on your airline tickets? Then call the low-cost airlines travel hotline right now. For prices so low, we can't publish them anywhere. The only way to access our low rates and save up to 70% is to call. Save hundreds on your vacation tickets by calling right now. You can fly anywhere in the world and pay discount prices on your airline tickets. Book a flight today to London, Paris, Madrid, or anywhere else you want to go. And pay a lot less guaranteed. Call the International Travel Department right now at low-cost airlines. 800 754 45 That's 800-754-4531. Have you written a book? You can become a published author with Dorrance Publishing, the nation's oldest publishing services company. Countless authors have trusted Dorrance for nearly 100 years to bring their book to the market. Our professional team will edit your text, design your book pages, and create an appealing, eye-catching custom cover. Plus, our authors benefit from a custom book promotion marketing campaign that makes your book available where people buy books, like Amazon and -and brick-and-mortar bookstores. So make this free call right now to claim your free author's guide to publishing. Don't wait another day. Take one step closer to realizing your dream of becoming a published author and seeing your name in print. You've already written a book, so the next thing to do is make this free call right now to Dorn's Publishing and get your free guide to publishing. Call right now. 800-485-6003. 800-485-6003. That's 800-485-6003. Matthew. Oh, sorry. It's okay. I just need you to listen to me. I know that a lot of times, Mom, it might not seem like I'm listening to you, but I am. I hear you. And what you say really does matter to me. I mean, let's be honest. No kid likes rules, but I get why we have them. I hear you, and I know it's because you care. All the talks we've had over the years, 
including what you've told me about not using alcohol and other drugs, they stick with me. And believe it or not, they really do make a difference, especially at times that matter most. Hey, want a drink? No thanks, I'm good. So thank you, Dad, for talking and preparing me for what's ahead. Thanks, Mom, for never giving up and always being my biggest fan. Thank you for letting me know what you expect so I can try to meet your expectations. Thank you for talking. For more information about talking with your kids about underage use of alcohol and other drugs, visit underagedrinking.samsa.gov. Oh, come now. Don't be ashamed. <laughs> we all have our idiosyncrasies. wish you would try and slap Rick Tittle's mama's face. He would clown you. What is that all about? Come on. What do you got? Um, <clears throat> 1-800-878-PLAY. Uh, Major League Baseball and the Players Union have agreed on the, the rules, if you like. It came down last night. Safety protocols as well. But the plan is... Uh, 162 games. That's what the players wanted. And, you know, it's funny. Deep down, the owners, they're cool with it. Believe me. When you think about the gate, they kind of acted like, I don't think this would work. <laughs> Let's go to the phone lines, though. We have Charlie in New York City. How you doing, Charlie? Buddy. Um, with, the, with the move the A's made yesterday, which you briefly touched on late in the show, and I like the move, too. I think Elvis is definitely an upgrade. You, I, I heard they may, with, the, with their few pennies left in their bank account, may go out and pick up a DH. Uh, did you hear anything about that? Uh, maybe uh, with the money they got back from Texas, maybe a Yenis Cespedes. I've, I heard that name thrown around online. Or uh, Mitch Moreland. Any, any word on that? I would love uh, either of those guys. Uh, Moreland's a lefty, I believe. Um, I probably Moreland's probably the better player at this point. But um, I somebody said that Cespedes was, you know, he made like twenty-two million last year not playing. He had both of his heels operated on. I don't know where he'd be, but I'd love to have La Potencia back again. Um, otherwise, yeah, you're looking at a, uh, you know, whoever has the day off is going to be the DH. So you're going to see Pinder and Noisy and Machine, and that's not what a DH is for. They, well, again, what I was reading online was that they, they, they think they can get uh, – suspects could be had for only a couple of mil. Uh, that, you know, he's a free agent now. So, yeah, I would love to see him come back. Um, one, other, one other thing with baseball, I, I read that they are going to keep – some of the rules, which I'm disappointed in, the uh, softball uh, seven-inning doubleheader rule, and uh, the, uh, the you know the universal DH they're going away from, which you know I agree with you. I wish they made every you know kept DH for both leagues. Um, are they? And I think they're doing the extra inning with a man on second again. Is that more because of the fear that they may have to shut down of an out? Is that more? 
because I'm disappointed that they're having that they're going to keep those things implemented. They the uh, yeah, so I was getting at they've agreed to this now, and yeah, every team will start with a runner on second, and the doubleheaders, as you mentioned, will be seven inning games. They say it's to cut down on wear and tear. The players love this. The managers love it. It's you and I, the fan, that doesn't like it because it just not only does it take baseball away from us, uh, you know, it's less baseball to watch, but it also, as you said, looks like beer belly softball. But uh, the whole thing about mental anguish and wear and tear and uh, load management, that's all part of the new reality in pro sports. Because it's now, so I didn't realize the players liked it. So that that it, you're sort not you, but that sort of tells me that this might be a permanent thing going forward. Is there oh, yeah. a chance? Oh, really? So this is oh. not just a COVID-related thing. This may be a permanent implement implementation going forward. The man on second. Oh, that's dis- that's disappointing. I'm not a purist, but that's that's. Uh, That's the, the way it's going to – and they're also um, – they're going to deaden more of the ball, apparently, as right. Ken Rosenthal was saying, that there's going to be five more teams with uh, humidors to make it ten. Right now we know the Diamondbacks, Mariners, Mets, Red Sox, and Rockies. The Rockies were the first one, obviously, but now there's going to be five more. Um, and that does nothing for me because they say right now all you're going to get in baseball is a home run or a strikeout. Well – now we'll just get strikeouts. <laughs> that means Chris Davis will have what one? Well, he had two in a uh, shortened season. Yeah. Uh, but uh, what's the old saying? Chicks dig the long ball. Why would they? Why would they go away with that? Um, and finally, uh, and the DH too. That's the, they're going to keep pitching. Uh, the pitchers hitting, and is that uh, another dead issue? The, the DH is going to return to the National League, from what I understand, yeah. Yeah, and that seems like that's going to be a – oh, okay. All right, well, I just wanted to touch base on baseball a little with you. Uh, um, yeah, that's disappointing. I, those seven-inning games, I, that makes my that, – uh, yeah. uh, let, me, let me ask you yeah. this, Charlie, because, yes, you know, out here in San Francisco, they call it the Mediterranean climate, which means not hot but never any snow. So we can drive to Tahoe if we want snow. And so the idea of spring training is kind of like, ah, that's fun. It'll be warm and you can have a beer. But, you know, for people on the East Coast where baseball originated, the idea of spring training while you're walking through two feet of snow, how idyllic is it for you guys to think about going to Arizona? Exactly. Because right now we're, uh, uh, you walk out the door and all I see is white. It's just, it's, uh, it's snow everywhere. Um, yeah, I mean, yeah, no, I know. Crazy. Have you ever been to the Cactus League or the Grapefruit League? Oh, I I have not. I've been to Arizona on vacations and stuff. No, I have not been out. Uh, you, you, I know you go every year. Um, not not every year, but I try. Yeah, it's just, um, it's the only time too where you could be like, hey, why don't we go see... Like, I remember I went to see the Cubs and the Mariners over at Sloan Park in Mesa just because it was right there, you know? Why not see what they do? And, and then I went to Glendale and I saw... It's a stadium that the White Sox and the the Dodgers share. And I saw, 
White Sox A's. I remember because I went into the clubhouse to speak to Brett Laurie because he was a White Sox. And as I was waiting there, I was, you know, Jimmy Rollins was in there. And then the whole thing went down uh, with the, remember the whole uh, Edward Scissorhands things with Chris Sale and the guy bringing in his son. Cut up, cut up yeah. <laughs> that yeah, was going yeah. on then and I didn't even know. But anyway, back to my point is that, uh, I think of it, you know, we think of it as here as, oh, we can get away from, you know, 52 degree weather, but you guys are getting away from like, you know, eight below zero, right? Yeah, but there there is a fair amount of people that do go down to Florida, you know, Yankee Yankee and Met fans will will, right. uh, will head down there uh, and watch their, you know, fair share of games. I've never been to spring training, so it's... Uh, it's something I definitely would like to experience at some point, just 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 because it would be a cool experience. Um, well, it's kind of yeah. a New York thing to go to Florida anyway. Del Boca Vista, the Seinfelds, the Costanzas, right? This area, it's it's yeah. You, you head down there as opposed to out west. Um, uh, you, uh, you definitely make the trip south if you're going to go anywhere. Uh, it's it, very few people will head. Well, uh, head out west from this area when it's when it's like you said, uh, eighteen eighteen inches of snow. And uh, last time I checked, I think it was like nineteen degrees out. So, <laughs> yeah. Little, All right, little, Charlie, little man, we'll All stay right. warm. Thanks for giving me a call, buddy. See you later, buddy. All right, very good. The lines are open. One eight hundred eight seven eight play. By the way, here are the gory details from Rosenthal about these baseballs. Try and stick with me. Quote, in an effort to center the ball with the specification range for COR and CCOR, Rawlings produced a number of baseballs from late 2019 through early 2020 that loosened the tension of the first wool winding. The memo of the Office of the Commissioner reads, explaining that this change had two effects, reducing the weight of the ball by less than one-tenth of an ounce and also a slight decrease in the bounciness of the ball, as was measured by the COR and CCOR. COR, by the way, is the coefficient of restitution, which means the relationship of the incoming speed to the outgoing speed. In other words, ball doesn't bounce as hard. Because what do we talk about now in baseball? Not just launch angle, but exit velocity. And you will actually hear some broadcasters brag about exit velocity. Think about that. Well, you know, here's the thing. Uh, blah, blah, blah. Exit velocity? You're bragging about that? Yeah, because that's a real thing now. You know, I, I used to think it was interesting when they talk about atom balls. You know, if somebody wanted to do a stat and say, you know, half of the outs that when he's put the ball in play, he's hit right at someone. And I'm like, okay, well, that tells me he's not finding the holes. <laughs> or that the way that the opposition pitches to him, he goes with it. He's like, oh, you want me to hit it over here? Okay, well, then I'll hit it over there. Um, but on the most part, this whole thing about launch angles and all that other deals. By the way, another baseball uh, note is that, and this was supposed to uh, go down anyway, but it's now official that uh, Yadier Molina is going to be returning to the Cardinals for his 18th season. Drafted out of high school in the fourth round in 2000. Began his big league career at the age of 21 in 2004. Since that time, nine gold gloves, four platinum gloves, silver sluggers, two World Series, all-star game nine times, and a uh, Hall of Fame career, a 281 career hitter. Wow. 
I'm Rick Tittle. Come on back. This is Karen Lyle of Salesport Talk in San Francisco, and I'm here with Chief Warrant Officer Leo Zapawa with a message from the U.S. Coast Guard about ocean safety. The Coast Guard is just one piece of a greater effort, valued partnerships, and I'd like to take a little bit of time to recognize the hardworking folks that the Coast Guard works with every day at the city, county, state levels in California, and of course, our federal partners. And I, and I understand that during these difficult times with regards to COVID, a lot of folks are maintaining their mental wellness through exercise. The majesty and the power of the ocean are oftentimes inviting places to go and, and see and be socially distant. Unfortunately, with these larger waves we're experiencing along the California coast, it can also be very easy to become complacent and not pay attention to what are commonly known as sneaker waves or waves of higher magnitude that are infrequent and unexpected at a coastal area. All of us who have enjoyed time near our beautiful area beaches and seashore will see posted signs placed by local officials and when the weather is expected to be adverse. And I would ask your listeners to heed those warnings and take them very seriously. Anytime folks go out in the ocean, uh, we encourage folks to always wear a Coast Guard-approved life jacket. Uh, the ones that are orange with the retroreflective tape make it a lot easier for folks who are doing the rescuing to locate those people in distress. Uh, unfortunately, we have also had some tragic search and rescue cases occur along the California coast. Most notably were the two search and rescue cases that occurred on the 10th of January, at Pescadero Beach State Park and at Point Bonita, and a third that occurred on January 3rd at Blind Beach uh, north of Bodega Bay. In total, five lives were lost in these cases. Very tragic. And in all of those cases, those aforementioned sneaker waves overwhelmed the folks on the beach and took them out to sea. And as we all know, anyone who's dipped a toe in the ocean here, it's very cold. It's only about 53 degrees of the water temperature, so it's very easy to go into cold water shock and end up drowning, especially in such a turbulent environment. The ocean this time of year almost looks like a washing machine. And although it's very beautiful to, to, to view, it's also very dangerous. Now, I want to really convey to your listeners that although the ocean is beautiful on any day when the seas are high, like folks should respect how mighty the ocean truly is. Never turn their back on the ocean when enjoying the beach or seashore on foot. If you're going out on the water, either on a surfboard, a sailboat, or powerboat, dress for that cold water environment and wear a life jacket at all times. I always recommend uh, a Type 1, as they're designed to turn most people, even if they're unconscious, face up in the water. Finally, uh, the Coast Guard is always hiring young men and women, and I can think of a few organizations with such a rich tapestry of storied histories. 230 years of service to our nation. And uh, we in the Coast Guard truly live the service motto of Semper Paratus are always ready. I joined in uh, 1996 and planned on only doing four years, and now in the blink of eye, it's been 25. All right, uh, crazy stuff. Welcome back to the show. Rick Tittle with you coast to coast around the world on America. Horses Radio Network. It's uh, Tuesdays at 9.40. We check in with salesporttalk.com. And as always, co-hosting the segment with me is Karen Lyle. It's just uh, Karen and myself today. And uh, Karen, let's start off with the latest from the America's Cup because on February 13th, we will see Luna Rosa Prada Pirelli, the Italian team, take on 
the uh, great British team, the British team, the Ineos Team UK, uh, first to seven to see who will race against New Zealand in the America's Cup. And that's because you and I, we were let down by American magic, shut out by the Italians, four to nothing. What the hell happened? Oh, I, I have to admit, it really got me in the gut. <laughs> and, but, you know, and the thing is, is, is they tried so hard to get that boat back, you know, on the water for, um, for the last of the, the semifinals. And they were just so close. They were so close. And, it, and what, the, the major difference for American Magic, I think, is that they just didn't have that time on the water because they didn't have the time to change the design, which is what the other teams were doing while American Magic was trying to fix that hole in their side. So, as uh, from reports are uh, at that area there in Oakland, uh, which they call the the Winnered Corner and the Viaduct Basin, there's a lot of trucks beeping as the America's team breaks down their entire camp, uh, getting ready to just fold up shop and go home. Uh, a lot of people like me would see this as these guys had nothing but time uh, to get ready. And you're right, they did capsize and their mass ended up in the, in the water. But what was the Italian team doing when you say they were adjusting? Well, let me let me explain a little bit. So when the the crash happened, and we all saw on on video, um, you know, for those who who were, were watching that on online, um, basically there was a hole in the side of the hull because the the boat flipped over and um, and it broke a panel out and then it, it almost sunk to the bottom and and there was the big rescue to get it back. So the boat, the American Magic boat, uh, went into the New Zealand teams, which is the you know, our defender, basically offered their people and their space to help get it repaired. And so for 24-7, between the time of the crash and the time of the last semifinal that American Magic was um, scheduled to fight, um, to fight against um, the Italian team, they were just repairing the boat. But during that same time, the other teams had an opportunity to make changes to their boats based upon what they learned in the races because this race is so different than other races in the sense that the boats keep changing and the designers are out there and engaged just as much as the sailors on the boat and they're looking and watching and looking at the statistics and you know all of the technical information they're getting and how the boat responds to the wind and, and, um, and the, the currents and the tides and, and then they change the boat to just make it a little bit faster. And so that's not something that American Magic had a chance to do, but the other teams did, and then they raced while... Um, so, so, so it was, it was um, you know, it, it's a design um, improvement. It's however much time you have to improve the design and watch what's happening, that's, that gives you an advantage over the other teams. Well, and, and it just begs the question that, look, we're not saying that just because we have Silicon Valley and all these great designers here that other nations can't build great craft because obviously they can and the Italians are, are, are quite bright. But I don't understand how they, the American team gets just completely shut out. The Italians were just ruthlessly efficient. And it's one thing at the end of the day you say, look, your design was better and you know we capsized and you beat us four out of seven but a 4 nothing shutout, 
it's almost like the American team didn't even show up. Well, these races were close. So, you know, that was, that was something. And you've also got this, this contest between, um, if you ain't first, you're last. (laughs) Well, there is no second as the saying goes in America's cup. So when all said and done, you've got the defender who's New Zealand and you have, the challenger yet to be decided, who's either going to be UK, who's just doing amazing. Look at what they did the first time. They got zero out of, you know, out of four. And then they came back, made some design changes, and then they, they, they won all four um, against, um, against the other American Magic and the Italian team. And, and so basically now there's just two contenders. We have, we have um, you know, two people for that contending spot. And so by the end, I guess starting tonight for us here in the Pacific Coast and, and tomorrow, for the, uh, tomorrow for those who are in, um, in New Zealand right now, um, we'll have the, the finals and we'll know who the challenger is. And then we'll know going into March who the America's Cup match is going to be between. It's going to be New Zealand and whoever the challenger is. So is it the U.K. or... Or Italy. We'll see. Karen Lyles with us, salesporttalk.com, Piano Finders, phone line 1-800-878-PLAY. The, um, you mentioned the U.K. team, which has now had basically three weeks of just watching this. And I know that the, um, the captain of the, uh, the, the British team said that they tried to simulate a real race. They had chase boats, but... They, they didn't say they were scared, but I kind of read between the lines that there was a little bit of trepidation in the fact that the Italians were fighting a real live competitor and ruthlessly winning while the British were just going around chasing a, you know, a chase boat. So, you know, in sports, we like to say a lot of times these wild card teams, whatever sport they play an extra round, they're hot while the team that was waiting, maybe they get a little stale. What do you think of that? Well, I think that is a real issue because, you know, it, it does take, it, it takes every, every single focus of, of every person on the team, on the boat, and also in the design team to really pay attention and, and get ahead of their competitor. And these, these teams are, they have corporations that are set up to run the teams. They have about 100 people involved in them, so it's not just the people on the boat. And it costs about $100 million to put up a team. So it's not a small investment. They're, they're, it's a big deal. Right now, American Magic is breaking down the boat and, you know, you know, pulling, pulling the camp apart. And, you know, I think the other teams are looking at that and saying one of us is going to be doing that, too, after this next race. Now, I was just looking at the uh, pundits. I'd like to take a flutter or a punt, as they say, or gamble over here. And... Uh, a week ago, it looked like they were going to favor the British team, but now it's basically a pick 'em. They can't decide who's the favorite between Italy and Great Britain right now, Karen. Well, I think it's close. I mean, actually, it was close between the three before the Ameri- American Magic was actually the American team was the one that was the favorite at that time because they. And that's why they should come home in shame. <laughs> <laughs> well, I have to mention. That the New York Yacht Club that is was was the defender. It's the only team right now vying for the that was vying for the challenger position that has been a defender, and they have the longest record, continuous record of wins in sports history. That's all sports history. It was 132 years that they had that cup. So we do have to give the New York Yacht Club credit for that. 
I am sure they're going to be back. And I, I wouldn't be surprised if they were the challenger on this next time, the one who, you know, what happens is when the next round comes, whoever is the defender, the first person to kind of make a challenge um, becomes the challenger of record, and then they get to make the rules for the next the next uh, the next races. So I wouldn't be surprised if New York Yacht Club is looking to be in that position this next time. When will we have the 37th America's Cup? Because obviously it goes to the country that wins. I know that, but what's the schedule for having it? Well, the way that it works is that. There actually isn't a, another cup until there's another challenge. So we have a defender who gets to have the cup, and then some other team, and it could be any team, basically, will come along and say, hey, I want that cup from you, and I challenge you. And it's, they're, they're called the challenger of record. And then when the defender accepts the challenge, then those two, the organizations, the yacht clubs behind those two teams, basically, will will um, will make the rules. And so they actually make the rules for each America's Cup and decide where it's going to be each time. So it's not like, you know, football or baseball or, you know, soccer or basketball where, where a lot of things you know there's going to be a Super Bowl, for example. You know, you, you don't know exactly when, except for that it happens about every four years, you know what the tradition is. But you don't know everything because it's new each time. So that's fascinating to me. I thought it was every four years. So you're telling me, I mean, is there a gentleman's, uh, or is there a handshake agreement where you have to wait four years? I mean, what if somebody comes up to the winner in like uh, August and says, I know it's only been a few months, but I challenge thee. What happens? Well, it would be a little difficult unless they were using the same boats. Usually America's Cup is pushing the design. They're pushing, they're pushing innovation forward. And so to have it be four years, it really is about, you know, how much time it takes to agree on the rules. I mean, <laughs> we're, we're looking at what happens in the Senate where the Democrats and the, the Republicans are trying to figure out how, how the rules of the House are going to be when a major party changes. Well, there's a lot of politics involved in, in setting up the rules and working with the World Sailing, Associ uh, Sailing Organization and World, World Sailing, which does the Olympics also, you know, will will have a hand in in um, in administering the rules? So there's a lot of work that goes in. Plus, they have to design a new boat, and 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 they have to decide what they're going to design. So it takes time. But there's a lot of things going along the way that are part of the interest. So it's interesting all the way through that time. It's not it's not just the race. You know, the stories are very interesting along the way. Very cool, and just have about a minute. But I know on the very last race, when America's American Magic lost four nothing in the very last race, they went to the start zone from the left hand side on port tack, which was a new strategy for them. Was that just because they were running out of ideas and to keep doing what they were doing before seemed like lunacy? Well, they're having to make a decision based on the wind at the moment, and the wind is variable. So what you want to do is you want to have um, a starboard tack if you can because the starboard tack has the, the right of way and that, that can be an issue. Um, you remember in the Bermuda Cup when we talked to the two racers and there was the video of the crash and Ian Williams from Great Britain that we were talking to shared this little video of, where, of how, of how um, 
Caldwell hit him in the bow, he didn't tell us that he did not have the right of way. He was on a port tack. And so the port tack has to yield for the starboard tack. So those rules apply in the race. And so that's part of the strategy. It's a, it's a, a you know, you try and get something, but if you can't, then you gotta, you gotta go for whatever's gonna get you ahead. Always learning something new about sailing. Go to salesporttalk.com. And we, of course, have been with uh, Karen Lyle as we are first hour on Tuesdays. Karen, thanks for coming on again. It's been an education. We'll see you next week. Okay, next week it is. All right, I'm Rick Tittle. We'll take a quick break, and lines are open, 1-800-878-PLAY. Now you can make your home look great and save money. Right now, when you call Renewal by Anderson, you can buy four windows and get the fifth one free. Plus, you get 12 months with no interest, no money down, and no payments. Upgrade your home. Buy four windows and get the fifth one free. Installation and warranty are even included. And the Renewal by Anderson certified retailers take every safety precaution to protect you and your family. Hey, for 25 years, People have trusted Renewal by Anderson for their window replacement needs, and you can too. So call right now. Don't wait. Learn how to get your free window when you buy four. 800-413-6992. 800-413-6992. That's 800-413-6992. Interest accrues from date of purchase, but is waived if paid in full within 12 months. Other conditions apply. We've adjusted our operations to serve you safely following all CDC guidelines. Visit RenewalByAnderson.com for details. Attention timeshare owners. This is an urgent consumer alert from the Timeshare Exit Hotline, a national company specializing in helping consumers legally get out of their expensive timeshare contracts. We're offering you a way to legally get rid of your timeshare. So if you're fed up with the maintenance fees that keep on coming and want to learn if you can terminate your timeshare legally and permanently, call today. Even if you've tried before and were unsuccessful in getting rid of your timeshare, call today and see if we can help. We offer a complete 100% unconditional client satisfaction guarantee. Make this completely free call and learn how we can help you legally put an end to your timeshare nightmare once and for all. You have nothing to lose, so call right now to qualify and receive a free consultation. 800-880-7167. 800-880-7167. That's 800-880-7167. Paid for by Airtime Media. I don't even recognize myself anymore. I'm really worried about him. His addiction. I haven't seen him like this. Ever. Hey, look, I I never wanted to start using. I I knew the drill, but I was out of options. I, I just want to tell him it's not your fault. There are people out there who can help. People who have felt your pain. They know what you're going through. This has to stop. I'm losing everything. Everyone. You've been strong your whole life. You can do this, but you have to reach out for help. It's time. I can do this. Addiction is a disease, and diseases need treatment. 
Call Quit Drugs 321 now at 800-338-6906. 800-338-6906. That's 800-338-6906. Paid for by the Detox and Treatment Helpline. Oh, come now. Don't be ashamed. We all have our idiosyncrasies. wish you would try and slap Rick Tittle's mama's face. He would clown you. All right. A couple minutes left in hour number one of three. That means we got a couple more to go. Uh, just two hours before the scheduled tip-off last night between a basketball game between the University of North Carolina and the Miami Hurricanes in Chapel Hill was called off. And that decision came after the student newspaper, the Daily Tar Heel, posted a Snapchat video that showed Tar Heel basketball players Dayron Sharp and Armando Baycott partying without masks on, along with a lot of other uh, students who weren't wearing masks, after North Carolina beat Duke on Saturday, 91-87. And so the decision to postpone the game, which was scheduled to begin at 7, was called off at 5. The league spokesman... Uh, who announced this is a guy named Andy Flutter Johan, which is an amazing name. That's German. It's Flader Johan, which means Flying Jonathan. <laughs> he said the postponement follows a meeting of personnel from both schools who mutually concluded the game could not move forward today. I'm sure there are people who say, nice job, you narcs at the student paper, you idiots. Keep it to yourself, man. You're ruining it. But I'm more fascinated with a guy whose name is Flying Jonathan Flader Johan. All one word. That's got to mean something else. Right? But uh, I don't know. If that was my name, I would rock it. <laughs> Flader Johan. All right. Uh, and then his favorite uh, opera is Deflator Mouse as well, probably. We have uh, another two hours. We're talking some sports. I'm Rick Tittle. Come on back. If you or a loved one is suffering from a physical or emotional condition that has left you unable to work, then listen carefully. Take this number down, 800-593-7491. That's 800-593-7491.
When you call, you'll speak with a Social Security disability expert and get a free evaluation to see if you may qualify for disability insurance benefits from the U.S. government. That's right, a monthly cash payment paid directly to you from the Social Security Administration. Whether you're applying for the first time or you've already been denied disability benefits, call now. The disability attorneys at Pinnacle Disability can help you build your case, file an appeal, and represent you at no upfront cost to you. Don't wait another minute to see if you may qualify for your Social Security disability benefits. Call Pinnacle Disability Group at 800-593-7491 for your free case evaluation. That's 800-593-7491. 800-593-7491. Call now. Rick Tittle knows his sports. I hate that guy. I love that guy. Oh my gosh, he's so fine. Rick Tittle brings home the bacon fries it up in a pan, and then he eats it. Ricky T in the hizzle for shizzle, biznatch. Welcome back in to the Lading Sports. Dominic Jimenez, I'm just going to do this little open. Rick having some technical difficulties with his headset, so I'm in the chair. I was in a chair to start with this entire time. But that's besides the point. I'm on the microphone. I'd like to welcome you into the show, Hour 2, wherever you might be listening to us. Uh, terrestrial radio through the Sports Byline website, TuneIn, iHeart, Stitcher, all of the above. And Rick sends me a message that he's back. Rick, continue on. I'm sorry about that. Um, I don't know what the deal is here, but it seems like almost like when we go to the news and we come back, my computer, even though nothing has changed on my end, we need to warm up a little bit. But anyway, uh, hello, hello, hello. You can hear me now. That's good. Can you hear me now? Can you hear me now? Remember that guy switch sides? That can you hear me now guy? Um, which was a little bit bizarre, I have to say. Uh, anyway, uh, great to have you with us. Uh, we do have a director coming up uh, in the uh, next segment, a new movie called Cowboys. It's about Jerry Jones, man. Bruce Marshall is going to join us at 1040, 1040 on com. And then Michael G. Long has written a book called First Class Citizenship about uh, Jackie Robinson, which we know so much about his baseball career and what he had to endure african-american to play big baseball but uh, a lot of his uh, social input which had great uh, great effect uh, well after his career uh, tune in app iHeartRadio app stitcher app all that good stuff and um, hopefully i'll be here after the break come on back oh, 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 
It's O Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts, which means you'll save money and reach your next reward even faster. Earn double O Rewards points on five parts of Mobile One Full Synthetic Motor Oil, just $28.95, and get a $10 gift card after mail-in rebate. Collect 150 points and get a $5 reward. Don't miss O Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. O, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. Here's an important COVID-19 school system update for your local area. If you're concerned about your child's education, please pay close attention to this message. The current school systems were not set up for at-home learning. If you're worried that your child may not be getting the grades they need to get ahead, may be losing self-confidence, or you're worried about them getting into a good college because of their grades, help is available to you. Call Grade Potential Tutoring. They can help with in-home or online tutoring and help your child with any subject and every grade level, even for test prep. They're experts in the home tutoring and online tutoring field and confident they can help you and your child get better grades today. Call now for your free consultation. 800-693-8290-800-693-8290-800-693-8290. That's 800-693-8290. I'm going to tell you how you can get real health care for as little as $6 a day. Yes, now you can get affordable health care for you and your family immediately and save as much as 50% off your current monthly health care payments. Our plans are perfect for people that are self-employed, can't afford health benefits where they work, or just want to pay less for their current health care. And coverage is guaranteed regardless of your medical condition. We even offer some of the new Christian faith-based health benefits. Save up to 50% on your family's health care. Make a free quick call now. There are no contracts and we give you a 10-day money-back trial period. Call Provision Enrollment right now for your risk-free guaranteed health insurance quote starting at $6 a day. 800-472-5145. 800-472-5145. That's 800-472-5145. Progressive presents The Sounds of the Old World. The year is 2019, and someone is waiting for a table at a restaurant. Thompson, party of four. Thompson, party of four. Thompson, part... Oh, there you are. This has been The Sounds of the Old World. Brought to you by Progressive, where drivers can still switch and save like it's 2019. Quote today at Progressive.com. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Hour two of titillating sports. You thought it couldn't get any better, but it's better. Rick Tittle is back. He's so great. I can't believe how awesome he is. More sports talk, yes. Couldn't get any better, but it's better. Rick Tittle is back. He's so great. I can't believe how awesome he is. More sports talk, yes. Hour two of titillating sports. Hey, check out Channel 9. Check out Rick Tittle. Check me out. Welcome back to the show. When we get our guest, what we'll do is we'll throw her on the air. Uh, lines are available, 1-800-878-PLAY, 1-800-878-7529. Um, we kind of saw this coming um, the last couple of days that Marty Schottenheimer had taken very uh, ill 
uh, and he has uh, passed away. Uh, he did last night, sorry to report. He had been battling Alzheimer's since 2014, but uh, definitely made his mark in the NFL. He was a head coach for 21 years, five with the Cleveland Browns, 10 with the Kansas City Chiefs, one with the Washington football team, and then five with San Diego. And if you're a Raider fan, you definitely know him. He was a rival that you just hated. You know, 15 years in the AFC West with the hated Chiefs and Chargers together. But uh, you, you also hated him, not because he would bicker and just whine about everything, but his teams played tough defense, and his teams usually won. Uh, in fact, uh, he won eight divisions, went to the playoffs 13 times. <clears throat> he was, uh, when San Diego hired him, they were a 4-12 and team. They went 12-4. and in 2004, he was coach of the year. And uh, he, if you think about what he did in 21 years, he won 200 games. 200, 126, and one. That's eighth most all time. He is the only coach with more than 200 NFL wins who's not in the Hall of Fame. He's also the only coach with more 200 wins who has not won a Super Bowl or even gone to a Super Bowl. Schottenheimer, this is where um, the fans always thought that Marty would quote-unquote let them down, right? 5-13 and 13 in the postseason, 0-3 in conference championships games. Schottenheimer's <clears throat> daughter, Kristen, uh, said, We know he is looking down from heaven and smiling. We are so incredibly proud of the man he was and how he lived his life. Born in Cannonsburg, Pennsylvania during World War II, uh, four-year starting linebacker at Pitt. 1965, he was drafted in the second round by the Colts, but he was also drafted in the second round by the AFL Bills. He went to Buffalo, played four years there, and he was part of their AFL championship team. As a rookie, wrapped up his career playing with the Boston Patriots and then transitioned uh, into coaching. His first NFL gig came uh, with the uh, Giants. But you think about the coaching tree, Bruce Arians, Pete Carroll, Mike Tomlin, Bill Cowher, Tony Dungy, Mike McCarthy, his son Brian uh, as well. All right. Um, we're very happy to uh, bring in our guest right now to talk about her new film, which will be opening on the 12th. It's called Cowboys, and we are with the writer and director of the project, Anna Kerrigan. Anna, welcome to the show, and uh, I would imagine when you are the writer and a director, you don't get much sleep. Did you have time to even breathe? <laughs> uh, hi, and thank you for having me. Um, I Yes, it is a very intense job, but I was lucky to have a lot of support. Um, I like to call production life accelerated because just so much happens in every single moment. You know, you just there's a million challenges, a million things you have to fix um, all, in a, all in a day, all in 24 hours. So. But yeah, I'm really excited to be you know, showing the film to everyone now. Well, it's from Samuel Goldman Films. It was a huge hit at Tribeca. What is that like when you, I mean, it's one thing to get a project off the ground and get it going, but then to have it so well received, that's got to almost be surreal. Well, it's ultra surreal during COVID because it's, it's just happening on my computer. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
I mean, yes, we were so thrilled. We won Best Screenplay and Best Actor for Steve Zahn at Tribeca. We've also gone on to win, you know, a number of other awards, including like a grand jury prize at Newfest. It's, you know, you work so, so hard on these projects. Making a film is, you know, you're you're essentially helming a, a short-lived company and you're fusing your artistic vision with all this logistical stuff and managing people. And it's just a total marathon. So by the time that you release it, you've kind of lost sight a lot of the time of, of you know, why you wanted to tell the story in the first place. And then when you see it connect with audiences, it's just the most thrilling thing, even if it's all remotely on a computer. <laughs> <laughs> well, you mentioned Steve Zahn, who I've always liked and, uh, you know, so versatile, such a great comedic actor and serious actor as well. So... As the plot, he uh, is the father. The wife, Sally, is, is Jillian Bell, who's actually been in studio with me. She's quite charming. But her character isn't because she does not want to let their trans son, Joe, live as his true self. So Steve Zahn takes his son, and they basically uh, take off. And um, this is very much a movie for our times. When did you come up with the idea? I came up with the idea probably about six years ago. And I actually used to spend a lot of time in the specific part of Montana where we shot the film called Flathead Valley as a kid. And I, I, I just love that place. And I knew I wanted to set something there. And when I started writing, I didn't actually know what the story was going to be. I just knew that it was a father-son movie that starts with a dad and his son on a horse and that they're outlaws and they're running from something and gradually I sort of realized, oh, they're modern outlaws. You know, Steve Zahn plays this character that's so charming and the funnest dad in the world, but he also struggles with mental health issues. And then his son is also an outsider. He's a transgender kid in a very, you know, um, in a culture, in a community that, like, if you're a boy, you're a cowboy. And if you're a girl, you know, you're, you're dressing up in dresses and, uh, you know, cleaning the toilets, as Sally says. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, you're going to pageants and you're a, a cheerleader. So let's talk about the casting because, I mean, Zahn and Bell are money in the bank, but to find the right person to play Joe, you went with a, uh, a new actor, a, um, a young kid named Sasha Knight, uh, who nails it. How hard is that to go through that process to find the right person? It was really tough. And we were not a large budget Hollywood production, you know, so I worked really closely with my casting director, Edie Blasco. And, you know, when you're, when you're helming a movie at this size, you kind of have to do everything, which I love. Like I love having my hands in it all. So essentially the two of us, you know, mostly Edie, but I was supplementing her, um, with my efforts, you know, first, it was blasted through all the main channels of the agencies and whatever. And then we also were reaching out to any grassroots organization that supported trans youth or parents of trans youth. Cause it was really important to me that we really find a non-binary or transgender kid to play the role. I couldn't imagine someone who was not transgender or non-binary understanding it in the way that a kid who has had to come out at that age would understand it. So I ended up meeting with a handful of kids and their families on Zoom, which was really amazing because, you know, they all read the script and it was just like, 
you know, you look for these moments where people connect to the project along the way and to sort of keep you moving forward. And all of these families, it, it just resonated with them. So, Last question. Um, no, yeah, sorry we to really interrupt. Lucky. Just one more question before, oh, you, before we got to yeah. run. Um, when you talk about the, the, the family story and the, and the script and the dialogue, that's all very important here. But, but then you also have the backdrop of big sky country. So how about the cinematography and, and the breathtaking vistas and such things? Yeah, we, you know, the Montana Film Office was really supportive of the movie. They gave us a grant. They flew us out there for location scouts. And, you know, we found a lot of those places through word of mouth. Um, you know, they didn't, we didn't have a location scout. It was just like my producer and I would drive up driveways if we saw something we liked and knock on the door. Um, you know, the opening vista of the movie, that's actually a makeout spot that only locals know about. And it's, it was not something you could Google. It was not something you could find on Yelp. You know, it was just a lot of talking to people and saying, hey, what's the most beautiful view here? Where is the best river? And that was sort of how we pieced together our location. Well, we will all find out where that makeout spot is now, I'll tell you that. From Samuel. <laughs> well, I didn't leave a Samuel map in Gold. the credits. <laughs> <laughs> right, it'll be in the DVD extras. Samuel Goldwyn exactly. Films presents Cowboys, and uh, we've been speaking with the writer and director, Anna Kerrigan, already won uh, many awards at uh, film festivals, including a big hit at Tribeca. It's available February 12th, virtual cinemas and video on demand. Anna, congratulations on the uh, film. Thanks for stopping by. Let's catch up on your next one. Thanks so much. Have a great one. All righty. I'm Rick Tittle. We'll take a quick break. Come on back on Sports Byline USA. the debt destroyer network any debt you have credit card tax student loan debt call now for free information that helps you destroy your debt it's great advice plus when you make this free call now we have debt destroyer experts ready to help they can show you how to destroy your debt and get your life back on track debt problems don't have to be overwhelming you can live stress-free and debt-free Credit cards, medical bills, IRS tax problems, even student loan debt. Learn about free programs offered by the credit card companies, hospitals, and even the government that can help slash your debt. Call the Debt Destroyer now for free information. Call now. 877-360-0402-877-360-0402-877-360-0402. That's 877-360-0402. Matthew. Huh? Oh, sorry. It's okay. I just need you to listen to me. I know that a lot of times, Mom, it might not seem like I'm listening to you, but I am. I hear you. And what you say really does matter to me. I mean, let's be honest. No kid likes rules, but I get why we have them. I hear you, and I know it's because you care. All the talks we've had over the years... 
including what you've told me about not using alcohol and other drugs, they stick with me. And believe it or not, they really do make a difference, especially at times that matter most. Hey, want a drink? No thanks, I'm good. So thank you, Dad, for talking and preparing me for what's ahead. Thanks, Mom, for never giving up and always being my biggest fan. Thank you for letting me know what you expect so I can try to meet your expectations. Thank you for talking. For more information about talking with your kids about underage use of alcohol and other drugs, visit underagedrinking.samhsa.gov. You love your dog. Is something bothering him or her and you can't figure out what it is? Maybe they seem slow or lethargic, and maybe they just don't have energy. Wouldn't you like your dog to be living their very best life? PetJoy offers a money-back guarantee on all of its products. If your dog won't eat it or you don't see the results you want, just let us know and we'll make it right. Totally risk-free. What do you have to lose? You can't buy PetJoy multivitamins in a store. The only way you can get them is through this unique radio offer. And if you call right now, learn how to get two bottles free with your order. Turn your dog's life around and make him or her a happy camper. Ain't that right, boy? He said call Pet Joy right now. 800-846-2153. 800-846-2153. 800-846-2153. That's 800-846-2153. Wait! She must have meant 10 o'clock at night. Do you think? Why would she have you meet her in a bar at 10 in the morning? I just figured she was a raging alcoholic. wish you would try and slap Rick Tittle's mama's face. He would clown you. Welcome back to the show. Bruce Marshall coming up in the next segment from the goldsheet.com in Vegas to talk hockey as he does on Tuesdays. The headline in the Washington Post obituaries this morning says, Marty Schottenheimer, NFL coach whose teams wilted in the postseason, dies at 77. Will Brinson, the sports writer, uh, retweeted that headline and said, show a little respect at Washington Post. Obituary headlines aren't the place for cheap shots. And I happen to agree with them, but I think there's some formerly called the Redskins uh, fans there who probably didn't like him, and maybe that snuck in there uh, a little bit. Uh, Yeah. 1-800-878-PLAY. 1-800-878-7529. 1-800-878-7529. Also, as an aside, as, um, as a video game guy, and next-gen systems have come off uh, the line. Uh, the last big one was eight years ago with the uh, PS4. And um, you think about how long it takes to get a Wii, to get a PS2, whatever. PS3 wasn't that hard, actually. But um, I was just thinking this morning, I still can't believe that I can't get a PS5. came out in November. December, December, January, under the fourth month now. 
And I just got an email from GameStop that they have plenty of Xbox Series X and Series S at normal prices. None of those stupid bundles where you have to buy Miles Morales on these other games on Sackboy, these other games I won't play. And I almost feel like just buying that, but I won't do it. I'm waiting for my, <laughs> I'm waiting for my PS5. But therein lies the popularity. We got all the Xboxes you want. Bueller. Bueller. One eight hundred eight seven eight play. Uh, emails Rick at sportsbyline.com. This email comes from Chrissy. Chrissy said, "Rick, aren't you glad that the A's didn't hire Mickey Calloway now?" Uh, thanks for the email, Rick at sportsbyline.com. Uh, what do you mean now? I don't think he was ever up for anything. Do you mean when Bob Melvin got re-signed? Um, but, yeah, Chrissy, I'm glad he's not on the staff. Remember, Mickey Calloway, when he was named manager of the Mets, everybody was like, what? And they started running him out of town before he even coached a game. At least he got to coach a game, unlike Beltran. But Mickey Calloway, if you didn't know now, he's the Angels pitching coach. And he's now been accused of at least five different women in sports media of lewd and inappropriate behavior. This is according to Brittany Giroli and Katie Strang of The Athletic. And so the Angels uh, suspended him. This was last week, by the way. <clears throat> but they suspended him. And the Angels said they were going to work closely with MLB on the investigation. Now... A guy who I used to interview all the time back when I used to do pre and post for the A's with the Angels, a guy named Alden Gonzalez, solid reporter, good guy. He reported, he's now with ESPN, which is not surprising he's with them now. But Callaway has denied any wrongdoing, so that protects him without, uh, from being fired. You have to have an investigation, according to the rules of MLB, if that is uh, denied. And they're hoping to get this done pretty quickly. But the allegations <clears throat> stretch back, apparently, to Callaway's time in Cleveland when he was the uh, pitching coach. And um, here's uh, the quote from The Athletic. Mickey Callaway, the former New York Mets manager and current pitching coach in Los Angeles, aggressively pursued at least five women who work in sports media, sending three of them inappropriate photographs and asking one of them to send new photos in return. He sent, them unsolic- he sent them unsolicited electronic messages and regularly commented on their appearance in a manner that made them uncomfortable. In one instance, he thrust his crotch near the face of a reporter as she interviewed him. In another, he told one of the women that if she got drunk with him, that he'd share information about the Mets. So Callaway put out this email. <clears throat> Rather than rush to respond to these general allegations, of which I have just been made aware, I look forward to an opportunity to provide more specific responses. Any relationship in which I was engaged has been consensual, and my conduct was in no way intended to be disrespectful to any women involved. I am married, and my wife has been made aware of these general allegations. So... As I said, five women who have uh, stepped forward. The Angels said the behavior being reported violates the Angels organization's values and policies. We take this very seriously and we'll conduct a full investigation with MLB. Now, you got to remember that it was not long ago that the Mets 
fired general manager Jared Porter on releva- uh, revelations that he sent explicit, explicit unsolicited uh, text messages, including an image of a male organ to a female reporter from Japan. The thing that was really sad there, <clears throat> not that it's sad when it happens to American reporters because they feel terrible and awkward and, and embarrassed, but American reporters know they have recourse. So once they get humiliated, they say, I'll see you in court if they want to come out. Now, a lot of times they are intimidated. But that poor woman from Japan, she didn't know what the culture was and she didn't want to get anybody in trouble. Um, so that, And then she left the business, which is really sad. Um, but you might remember the GM of the assistant GM of the Astros in the playoffs saying, F yeah, I'm so glad we signed Osuna, F you, to the female reporters, and then he got fired. So um, the guy's definitely a good pitching coach. If you just ask Tito Francona if he's a good pitching coach, not that great of a, uh, a skipper. But, um, you know, this is a guy that uh, Joe Madden wanted when he took the job in, in Anaheim. But, uh, yeah, anyway, thanks for the email, Rick at sportsbyline.com. I, I don't – look, we're always going to have guys <clears throat> who, you know, who are going to think that they're – that women are just growing trees and that they're sex objects and you can treat them how you want, right? Because there's always uh, more of them that will throw themselves at you. That was one thing that I was naive about when I was uh, – youngster in television was I always knew that the players got girls. I didn't realize, and obviously not all of them, but I didn't realize that the coaches, even old, ugly, fat coaches, they got girls. And it's definitely just, and you feel sad for them too. It's the ones that the players reject. And then they're the ones at the hotel going, well, I mean, he is on the team. He has a uniform. He's kind of famous. He's got a lot of cash. So, you know, you can understand how these guys um, start to, uh, I'm not saying that it's acceptable, but, you know, they treat women poorly like some bad frat boy, and then they're like, well, I didn't do anything wrong. It's just hard to believe. I mean, look, people can make mistakes, but as soon as you do, you go, oh my gosh, that was so dumb. Why did I do that? I'm sorry, right? But... You know, let's get drunk and then I'll tell you. <laughs> How creepy is that? Um, you've got two guys on the DL and uh, you're thinking about calling up a pitcher from AAA. Which one are you thinking about and what's the situation with those two guys who were hurt? Why don't we get some hot sake and we'll talk about it? It's just gross. And I don't know how this guy... And then, you know, he said told his wife about it oh honey by the way five women are accusing me of being lewd sorry uh i'm sure that went over great but you know in his mind i wasn't serious or i was just joking which is bs because if the women were like let's get drunk he would have done it so mickey calloway and eh, i don't know if you're long for this league i'm rick tittle come on back we'll talk a little hockey with bruce marshall
Okay, we've got Rick here, a veteran in the league who's gone 0-2 the past Valentine's Days. Do you think he can pull off a win this year? I always like an underdog, Bob, but I'm not sure about this guy. He's passing aisle three, picks up a bag of wings, he dodges the produce section. But will he pick up the heart-shaped box? Heading toward the candy aisle, he's picking up speed. Oh, no, he chokes and heads straight to the checkout. Unbelievable. This close to Valentine's Day. Don't be a Rick. Make happy this Valentine's Day with a heart-shaped box of Russell Stover chocolates. What do you want a da-da-da? What do you want a da-da-da? I'm not a da what a da-da-da. We could switch to Progressive da Oh, yeah? We could switch to Progressive and sa. Okay. We could sa and have to buy some za. Oh, yeah. Let's switch to Progressive da and get some za with the money we saw. Yeah. Now we know we're going to da-da-da. These days, nothing is normal and everything is weird. But you could still save big when you switch to Progressive. It might just be the most normal thing you da-da-da. Well, da-da at Progressive.com. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Airlines have just reduced their prices even more. Book 30 days in advance and save big. Want the absolute lowest prices on your airline tickets? Then call the low-cost airlines travel hotline right now. For prices so low, we can't publish them anywhere. The only way to access our low rates and save up to 70% is to call. Save hundreds on your vacation tickets by calling right now. You can fly anywhere in the world and pay discount prices on your your airline tickets. Book a flight today to London, Paris, Madrid, or anywhere else you want to go. And pay a lot less guaranteed. Call the International Travel Department right now at low-cost airlines. 800-754-4531. 800-754-4531. That's 800-754-4531. Do you need to sell your home? If you've sold a home before, you remember how stressful and expensive it was. Sold.com is here to help you sell your home for the most money and with the least amount of stress. There are new ways to sell your home that you've never heard of before. Did you know there are companies who will offer you cash for your home? Did you know you could trade in your home for a new one? Did you know there are realtors who will sell your home for a flat fee instead of an expensive commission? It's true. Sold.com services are free. So if you're looking to sell, make this free phone call right now and learn how your next home sale can be faster and easier than you ever thought possible. Pick up your cell phone and call right now. 800-449-1759-800-449-1759-800-449-1759. Again, that's 800-449-1759. As Gotch brings it in, Sharks get it out. Here's a breakaway. Patrick Marlowe about anything else when you've got Rick Tittle on the radio. Thanks for that, and welcome back to the show. And uh, it's always great to catch up with our friend Bruce Marshall of the Gold Sheet and goldsheet.com based in Las Vegas. And we take a look at the National Hockey League 
Uh, Bruce, the uh, there was a moment a couple days ago that just warmed my cockles, wherever those are, and just made me realize why I love hockey so much. And it wasn't even with my Sharks. It was a game um, that was between the Canucks and the Leafs. And it was the third period. And um, Wayne Simmons of Toronto had boarded Quinn Hughes pretty hard. And so Jamie Benn, the captain, decided to stick up for him. And they dropped the gloves. And it was very businesslike, workmanlike. They both dropped the gloves. They kind of rolled up their sleeves a little bit. And um, basically, then Wayne Simmons, who they call the spider because of his reach, got about eight free shots to Ben's face. It's almost like he took pity on, on him. Ben didn't go down to his credit. And they broke it up. And they both guys, Simmons and Ben, said, OK, nice job. And it just, once again, first of all, don't pick a fight with Wayne Simmons. But the other thing is, there's no other sport like that. First of all, it was a real fight with somebody getting punched. And second of all, there was no bad blood afterward. It just it just makes me that moment just made me love hockey so much. Yeah, I mean sticking up for your teammates. Um and it's it's right, it, it's sort of a business. I I've actually talked to Ryan Reeves in, in Vegas about about some of this and it's it's I don't know if it's refreshing or whatever, but he says, Yeah, he said we a couple of the guys said we know we're gonna fight. Uh, but it's just part of the deal. We don't hate him. He said, I don't hate Adam McQuaid or Lucic or any of these guys in my fight. Well, it's just part of it, you know, and we, as the game goes on, we sort of know we're going to fight, then we can be friends afterward. I mean, there is no other sport uh, like that. I will say this, though. Uh, if you're a Canucks fan, uh, and uh, that's a, <laughs> the fact that Ben stepped up, that's about the only thing that worked for the Canucks in that series up in Toronto because they took a meeting up there. And uh, uh, Toronto... He's got to be feeling really good, and not just Wayne Simmons if he won the fight, but but because they're scoring goals and winning games, so uh, things looking really good for the Leafs. That's the thing I love too is about you know usually that's like some face off at a dot, you know, in the in the neutral zone or something, and then somebody will be lining up on the side, and one guy will look at the other one. They're kind of like jostling and go, "You want to go?" And the guy always has to say yes, and so they drop the gloves, and that it's like Patty Marlowe who. Has, is getting close to Gordie Howe's record for most games ever played. Patty Marlowe can't fight, and he's probably been in five fights in his life. But if somebody says, do you want to go, you can't say, mm, no thanks, I don't feel like getting beat up. I mean, it's a man's game, isn't it? It is. I remember during the bubble last year, I mean, one of the roughest characters in the league, uh, Tom Wilson for the Caps. I mean, you, you might remember this. I mean, Anders Lee's sort of a rough character for the, for the Islanders, too, but after... He laid out one of the caps. I mean, Wilson was looking for him. And you could tell, I mean, Lee probably didn't really want to fight him, but he did, and he probably lost a close decision in the fight. But, I mean, that was he just sort of had to do it. And the the, the Islanders were all, you know, clicking the sticks against the boards because they were proud of their guy for fighting like that. Yeah, I mean, some, you get those sort of situations, and that's, uh, if there's a good side to fighting in the, NFL, in the NHL, <laughs> I guess that's it. <laughs> on uh, Friday, we had uh, some more changes because of the coronavirus and too many games getting canceled. The first major decision is removing the glass be- behind team benches, which apparently is better now because that will allow air to flow. Um, unlike the NBA, the, you know, the bench uh, setup has not changed so far, but except for separating people. 
But uh, in addition to this, the league is asking teams now to bring air cleaners to get the air uh, circulated. Um, also, players and coaches are not allowed to arrive uh, until an hour 45 before the uh, the puck drops. And, um, you know, you talk to some hockey players, if they'll get there for the morning skate and they won't go back home. They'll just lay around and lift weights or, or whatever. But that's because, as I mentioned, the NHL, NHL has seen a huge uptick. The The Wild had five more players on the list. They postponed four games. Colorado had another one. New Jersey had four. Buffalo had two. The Sabres and the Devils had their series uh, Saturday and, and last night called off as well. So I, I don't know if the late arrival and the airflow is going to help, but at, at least the NHL is looking for something. Well, they've got a burgeoning problem here. I mean, it's been a problem for the, for a year for everybody, and they were able to deal with this okay in the bubble, and they did a great job in, in Toronto and then Edmonton for the for uh, more games in the summer. But now, I mean, here's the latest today. The Flyers now have to go on a hiatus for a bit. So now you're talking about five teams, and you're – missing chunks of games and there's a domino effect on this it's all the teams they're playing so the caps are getting ready to play the flyers tonight okay they're postponed and all the teams the flyers have to play the next few days and this goes for the teams playing buffalo and the devils and wild and the abs and all i mean it's it uh, it it's a domino effect and i think they're a little little worried right now about the integrity of this the schedule here and what they might have to do there is a buffer that they build in between the end of the regular season and the start of the playoffs, um, which I think is now probably going to be filled with games. Uh, there is one other factor here that the NHL and I and this sort of well, hockey fan all angered by it. Uh, they really wanted to get this stuff done, the season done before the Olympics started, and part of that is you know NBC with the Olympics and all. Well, one we the Olympics are still in a little bit of doubt. And two, I, I didn't see anybody, I didn't talk to one person who missed no Olympics last summer. Um, you know, there's, that, I think it's sort of a nuisance, not just my own opinion, the Summer Olympics. And they might not even have it this, this year in, in Tokyo. So, um, but the NHL has had to, you know, work around the Summer Olympics thing for TV purposes, and they've had to jam this thing a little bit sooner. It would be better if they had more of the summer to finish the league if they had to, but uh, they're trying to finish before where they thought the Olympics were going to go, and they put themselves in a little box. Uh, a couple more questions for Bruce Marshall with the gold sheet. The Sharks, a couple of years ago, made a huge decision about where they were going to spend their money, and they uh, had already put a lot of money into Martin Jones and Brett Burns and uh, uh, Mark Edward Vlasic. They decided to hold on to some rentals in the EKs, 9 and 65. But that meant showing the door to Joe Pavelski and then giving the C to Logan Couture. And Pavelski going to uh, Dallas, you know, uh, almost was able to uh, win a Stanley Cup uh, in the end, and he played okay. But now at 36 years old, he's playing out of his mind. He's basically the best player in the in the Central Division right now, 23 points. Did did you see this coming? And uh, how uh, how much do you think the Sharks would would like to have used that money on Pavelski instead? Oh yeah, 
I think they would wish they had him back. He's still got hockey left in him. I mean, I didn't know that he'd be the best player in the, the Central like he is now, but I, I, he was still good good enough last year, and he got better as the season went on uh, with Dallas, and then uh, he, he, he performed pretty well in the playoffs, too. But you're right. I mean, they've had to make some decisions. I mean, Joe Thornton's gone now, too. I don't know how much juice left Joe had at plus 40, but um, it, it's not quite the same Sharks. They committed a lot of money to Eric Carlson. Um Vander Kane, um, but the, in general, though, I mean, they've had to start peeling off some of the core guys, and uh, they haven't really been able to replace much. And I think they're looking at more of a, of a redo after uh, this year. They, like I mentioned before, I might have three. I, it, this reminds me of the Ducks a couple of years ago, who were a serious contender up until a couple of years ago, and then they just had to go completely rebuild the whole thing. The Sharks are running about two years, two, three years behind where the Ducks were, I'm afraid, uh, and they may have to make a complete clean-out, if, you know, even if they make the playoffs this year. And I'm not sure they are, but um, uh, I don't like the trajectory for the Sharks at all, no. Yeah, they're kind of treading water here, not really going anywhere. Last hockey question for you, um, and this is just for fun about how who's hot and in between the pipes, um, I'll give you a choice of the four probably top goalies right now for one game, and you tell me who you want. You can either have uh, Varlamov of the Isles, or you can have um, uh, where did I write it down now? Or you could have uh, Connor Hellebuck, uh, of course, uh, with uh, the Winnipeg Jets. You can have Vasilevsky with uh, the World Champs, or I'll give you Grubauer with the Lanch. Which of those four would you take? Vasilevsky. Um, I'll take him. And he's off the of Stanley Cup, but he's he is one goalie in, in early going here. We've seen some goalies have some issues early on here. He's playing well. And the Lightning, look at some of these goals against recent games. I mean, they're their their uh, teams aren't scoring much against him, and a lot of that is him. So I would say Vasilevsky would be my guy, and um, I try to think. I I think he won the Vesna last year, but I I I think uh, he would be my number one guy. If give me one goalie for one game, it's him. Yeah, save percentage right now nine thirty one out of two hundred and forty eight shots. He's only let in seventeen in nine games. All right. What is going? I know we've wrapped up the Super Bowl and the crazy props and everything else. What's going on with the gold sheet? Yeah, football. Well, football never rests too long. We'll do some draft stuff in a little while there, but for now, it's hoops and picks every day on hockey. But every day, that gold sheet basketball is a really neat read, very well received. Our new format and uh, college and NBA are going hot and heavy. So that's everydayatgoldsheet.com. Picks up there, including the NHL. My picks there as well. They're also at Vegas Insider and DonBest.com. There it is. If you want the professional prognostication, go no further than the gold sheet. And we've been speaking with their proprietor, Bruce Marshall. Thanks for talking a little hockey, Bruce. We'll catch up next week, buddy. Okay, Ricky. All right. I'm Rick Tittle. We'll take a quick break. Get on back on Byline.
you 60 plus and love to travel? Introducing the Senior Travel Discount Network, brought to you by Low Cost Airlines. Call us anytime, day or night, and save up to 75% on your airline and hotel reservations. We can help you save a ton of money to fly almost anywhere. We have inside discounts on over 500 airlines and 500,000 hotels worldwide. And when you call and mention the discount code 60 plus, we'll give you an extra free night with your qualified air and hotel reservation. Now you can get the best prices on air and hotel reservations with your phone. We make it easy and fast for you to save money and book a trip. Remember, call the Senior Travel Discount Network. Mention the discount code 60 plus for your free hotel night with your qualified reservation. Call now. 800-493-6118-800-493-6118-800-493-6118. That's 800-493-6118. Now you can make your home look great and save money. Right now, when you call Renewal by Anderson, you can buy four windows and get the fifth one free. Plus, you get 12 months with no interest, no money down, and no payments. Upgrade your home. Buy four windows and get the fifth one free. Installation and warranty are even included. And the Renewal by Anderson certified retailers take every safety precaution to protect you and your family. Hey, for 25 years. People have trusted Renewal by Anderson for their window replacement needs, and you can too. So call right now. Don't wait. Learn how to get your free window when you buy four. 800-413-6992. 800-413-6992. That's 800-413-6992. Interest accrues from date of purchase, but is waived if paid in full within 12 months. Other conditions apply. We've adjusted our operations to serve you safely following all CDC guidelines. Visit RenewalByAnderson.com for details. Attention timeshare owners. This is an urgent consumer alert from the Timeshare Exit Hotline, a national company specializing in helping consumers legally get out of their expensive timeshare contracts. We're offering you a way to legally get rid of your timeshare. So if you're fed up with the maintenance fees that keep on coming and want to learn if you can terminate your timeshare legally and permanently, call today. Even if you've tried before and were unsuccessful in getting rid of your timeshare, call today and see if we can help. We offer a complete 100% unconditional client satisfaction guarantee. Make this completely free call and learn how we can help you legally put an end to your timeshare nightmare once and for all. You have nothing to lose, so call right now to qualify and receive a free consultation. 800-880-7167. 800-880-7167. That's 800-880-7167. Paid for by Airtime Media. I joined the Army because my father and my brother were in the Army. I thought I'd better join before I got drafted. Son, uh, there ain't no draft no more. There was one? Tittle always goes commando. Hey, thank you for that. And a couple of minutes left in hour number two of three. Coming up in the next hour, Michael G. Long, author of First Class Citizenship about Jackie Robinson, especially in the Civil Rights era. Um, <clears throat> you know, 
last couple of days, we got reports that Patrick Peterson was going to be parting ways with Arizona, and it's hard to picture him in another uniform. But, I mean, this guy has basically done it all, one of the best cornerbacks in college and hit the ground running and has had a great NFL career, and he's probably on his way to the Hall of Fame. But <clears throat> after he found his name in these headlines saying he's leaving, he torpedoed this on the All Things Covered uh, podcast, uh, which he uh, hosts with his uh, cousin, Bryant McFadden, who's also a former corner. He said, did Peterson, there's no real update, and like you said, it is a dirty rumor. I woke up to it this morning as well. Me and the team haven't talked anything about contracts, and we haven't spoken about parting ways. That's just what it is, a dirty rumor. I don't know where the reporter got his insight from, but it was a dirty rumor. You're hearing it from here. The report went right over my head because the things they were saying in the report, I knew they weren't true. That's why me and my team didn't budge after hearing the rumor, and free agency hasn't even started yet. I mean, the Super Bowl just got over with. So if you're a Cardinals fan, you're breathing a sigh of relief, putting that rumor to bed. But, you know, there was no new deal negotiated during the season, and that means next month he will be UFA, baby. That's unrestricted free agent. And he's 30 years old. He wants to remain with the team that he's been with since he was the fifth overall pick. I mean, he's been to eight Pro Bowls. He said, there's nothing I can do about it. I'm still under contract until... March, all I can do is play ball. All I can worry about is me. And when the time matches up perfectly, we can sit down and talk about some things. So the other thing about Peterson is not so much that he's one of the best corners in the league, is that he has been an Iron Man. He has never missed a game. For injury, anyway. The only time he missed a game is when uh, he was, uh, I think it was weed. It was some substance abuse thing where he missed a few games. But he's never missed one before. And 28 career receptions. He fulfilled the final year of a five-year, $70 million job. He got 12.5 mil in uh, base salary. All I know is he'd look good in. Pick your team. Silver and black. I'm Rick Tittle. We'll take a quick break. Come on back. Sports Byline. Learn how thousands of smart homeowners are investing about a dollar to avoid expensive home repair bills. John, a former non-customer, said, My air conditioner broke and I had to spend $1,900 to fix it. Jeff, a customer, wrote, My air conditioner broke and I got a new one at no out-of-pocket cost. Mary, a former non-customer, wrote, My heating system stopped running. I had to spend $3,000 to get a new one. Lisa, a customer, wrote, my heater stopped working. I got it fixed at no out-of-pocket cost. For about $1 a day, you can have all the major appliances and systems in your home guaranteed fixed or replaced with HSC's home warranty coverage. Call now, and the first month is free. If the lines are busy, please call back. 
That's 800-410-4771. Rick Tittle knows his sports. I hate that guy. I love that guy. Oh my gosh, he's so fine. Rick Tittle brings home the bacon, fries it up in a pan, and then he eats it. Ricky T in the hizzle for shizzle, biznatch. Thank you so much, and welcome back to the show. Rick Tittle with you. We have another hour together, and there are open lines at 1-800-878-PLIY. So you might have heard me mention uh, earlier that the uh, Major League Baseball is adding five more teams, which have not been revealed yet, to the humidifier list. Now, what's that supposed to do? Is it supposed to deaden the balls? Yeah, that's right. So, Rockies, Diamondbacks, Mariners, Mets, and Red Sox, and then five more who were not identified. Do we really need that? I don't know. Um, Also, I thought it was funny. I saw a tweet last night from Sean Doolittle, who signed a contract with the Cincinnati Reds. Just a $1.5 million, one year contract, you know, veteran minimum contract. And who knows? I mean, the guy won a World Series. He was an all-star closer with the A's. Um, I don't think he's very reliable, but one thing I like about Sean that I like is that he is a super nice guy. And anyway, he put out a tweet and it basically said, I'm weird. I'm Sean. I like cats and Chinese food. Can I be a part of your club? I know I'm weird, but I don't know. It just was. <laughs> he and his wife, Aaron, they love social media. In fact, when Hunter Pence came back to the Giants and he met his wife out here, Lexi, they had this thing like which couple could be better on social media. And they had Battle of the Bay. B-A-E. Remember when that dumb term was out there? That's my bay. They had Battle of the Bay. Well, anyway, Sean Doolittle is bringing his Battle of the Bay with Aaron, his wife, to the Queen City. What I'm trying to say is I wish him luck, and wherever he goes, he's going to be quirky. That's who he is. Uh, all right, tune in app, iHeartRadio app, Stitcher app to get the show. If you're listening on American Forces Radio Network, can't thank you enough for volunteering to be in the professional arms service to help us and our allies. Stay safe. Come home soon. The Twitter is that right. Come on back. This is Sarah's O'Reilly Auto Parts story. Driving cross-country with two young children is ambitious, to say the least. Then our check engine light came on. We pulled into O'Reilly Auto Parts and they tested it. Turned out it was a faulty sensor. They referred us to a great mechanic just down the street, and we were back on the road in no time. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. At 28, I had struggled with opiate and meth addiction for 12 years. I did and said things that the sober me never would have done. One day I realized I was not invincible. I was not exempt. And that's when a friend 
told me about elite rehab placement. They gave me the tools I needed to get sober, and all it took was the one phone call. Elite Rehab can help you start to break your addiction problem and get sober in as little as seven days. And we'll work with your insurance provider to help cover the costs. Plus, we have travel assistance programs to get you here by plane or train. Make this free call right now to learn more. 800-403-5912-800-403-5912-800-403-5912. That's 800-403-5912. Have you written a book? You can become a published author with Dorrance Publishing, the nation's oldest publishing services company. Countless authors have trusted Dorrance for nearly 100 years to bring their book to the market. Our professional team will edit your text, design your book pages, and create an appealing, eye-catching custom cover. Plus, our authors benefit from a custom book promotion marketing campaign that makes your book available where people buy books, like Amazon and brick-and-mortar bookstores. So make this free call right now to claim your free author's guide to publishing. Don't wait another day. Take one step closer to realizing your dream of becoming a published author and seeing your name in print. You've already written a book, so the next thing to do is make this free call right now to Dorns Publishing and get your free guide to publishing. Call right now. 800-485-6003. 800-485-6003. That's 800-485-6003. The spread of COVID-19 is still unchecked across the nation, and you need to keep your family safe. Make a new habit and check your temperatures twice a day, once before dinner and before leaving home in the morning. You can't afford to take chances, so use the Exergen Temporal Scanner. Its accuracy is backed by more than 80 clinical studies, and it takes an accurate reading in seconds. It's the only home thermometer used and recommended by hospitals, doctors, and nurses. Quick and easy to use. You can count on Exergen to keep your family safe 24 hours a day. Titillating Sports with Rick Tittle. Rick Tittle is a genius, the best show ever. He's so wonderful, genius, the best show ever. He's so wonderful, titillating sports with Rick Tittle. Rick Tittle is a key, so handsome, he's a genius. Hey, 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 thank you for that. Welcome back to the show. Rick Tittle with you, Coast to Coast. Coming up in a little less than a half hour, we're going to have an author of a book on Jackie Robinson, which is uh, brand new and very interesting. But the phone lines are available, and 1-800-878-PLAY. Chris is in Oakland. What's up, my man? Hey, Rick. Uh, good morning, man. Thanks for taking my call. Uh, that's Yeah, that's really exciting. I mean, Jackie Robinson, one of the great Americans of all time, and Happened to be African American. Happened to you know. I bet. What was it? I, he was. Wasn't he teammates with Jesse Owens at at uh, Pasadena City College? Or is that? Or is he a little bit too young for Jesse Owens? Uh, I know that um, the guy who finished second in the Olympics in the 100 meters was um, in Berlin, 1936. Was Jackie Robinson's brother? Maybe who, that's what it was then. Okay, right. Yeah, yeah. I knew and when he connection with Jesse, he, yeah. Yeah, when he came back from the Olympics, he worked as a janitor the rest of his life. I mean, talk about it's you it's know. amazing, you know. And and again, it's, you know, just, I'm nowhere near a historian like you are, but you know, I, I dab a little bit in it and just to see, you know, these guys in World War One, these African American soldiers come from the South, 
and they're you know cavorting with white women of all things, right? In France, and everybody loves them, and they go back home, and then just amazing, man, amazing, horrible, tragic history uh, part of our story here. But anyway, I don't want to bring the show down too much. Mike, um, I just heard you talking about the deadening the balls, and why are the, and that was a good drop. But uh, um, why why would Major League Baseball? I mean, if they're trying to get. I mean, I thought they want to get more offense. It's just they think that people just. You know, it's getting too crazy, but, I mean, I, I don't know why they'd be trying to at least publicly say why they're trying to lower the – or dead in the ball so they wouldn't have as many home runs. What, what, why do you – I mean, why do you think that? There are, there are a lot of traditionalists who just whine that all we have now are strikeouts and home runs. But to me, if you – and that's fine. If that's all it is, yeah, that is, that is kind of lame. But on the other right. hand, why would you take away the half that's fun of those two halves? Hundred percent, and it, and to and you know that's what gets people excited. That's what, you know again, you and I are <laughs> we're on the back nine of life, right? But kids growing up, they don't. No one. I, I remember when I used to teach in Oakland, and I would ask, you know, who, which favorite sport is basketball, and you know, most hands would go up or football, and you'd say baseball, and maybe one or two kids would raise their hand. And this was like ten, fifteen years ago. So that kids just are not into baseball like it is. And again, old timers like us are going to love it until we go to our grave. But I just, you know, you got to do stuff. To, that's why I thought. Well, I was kind of interested why they're not going to do the DH in that National League this year, and why, um, you know, some of the, and, and not have the expanded playoff format. I mean, so that was exciting in October, you know, and and it got people through it. And it's just things that make the game more fun and interesting and have more scoring. I mean, I get it; it's like marketing, and you know, if I was, you know, I'm not a purist on this stuff, but you know, you want to make stuff. I mean, at the end of the day, it's a business, and if you're, you know, not national pastime anymore, and maybe even slipping behind basketball, I mean, that's you know, what does that say? So. I get it. In the '40s, what the, the three biggest sports was like horse racing and boxing and baseball, and things change. But I, ah, man, you just would you'd want to think they'd want to keep doing things, you know, um, to make more to make it more exciting, more more uh, more scoring. And you know, again, I get it. You know, we don't want to have the steroid era, at least you know, enough, you know, I mean, not cheating and stuff like that. But I think you know, if everyone's playing with the same ball, I don't know, man. I don't know why they'd want to do that. All right, I hear you. Thanks for the call, Chris. Always appreciate <laughs> we'll it, uh, buddy. Thank you. That's Chris out there, and you know, you brought up African Americans in World War One with white women. That was the thing that you know, of course, in America, you could be killed for being with a white woman if you were black, and the French women had no problem with that. You know, it was their culture was perfectly fine with that. And he's like, "What is going on here?" <laughs> Good for them. By the way, that fifteenth colored. Can you believe it? That's what they were called, the 15th Colored New York Regiment. Um, we basically know them as the Harlem Hellfighters or the 369th. The 369th has one of the coolest patches in the history of the United States military. Uh, it's blue-gray, which is um, uh, taken into the fact that it was both north and south. It's kind of like the Fighting 29th. By the way, the Fighting 29th, which was part of D-Day, they, their logo was a yin and a yang of blue-gray because of their mixture of southern and northern states. And their, their uh, battle cry was, let's go. <laughs> you know, like the 101st was Curahee because of where they trained. Everybody had, but, but the tw- fight in 29th, let's go. Hey, if you're the first one to come up with. But anyway, the, the 369th Harlem Hellfighter, Hellfighters, they had... It was a uh, royal blue shield with a gray coiled rattlesnake in the middle. I mean, it's just 
definitely one of the coolest um, patches of any regiment um, in United States history. <clears throat> Thought I would uh, just get off on these historical tangents now and then. 1-800-878-PLAY. News from the PGA. I'm going to throw this in here, too. A very surprising news today from the PGA. They're going to allow distance measuring devices at majors beginning this spring at the PGA Championship at uh, Kiawa Island in Hawaii. And they'll also be permitted at the Women's PGA Championship and the Senior, Senior PGA Championship. The president of PGA America, Jim Richardson, not Richard, Richardson says, we're always interested in methods that may help improve the flow of play during our championships. The use of distance measuring devices is already common within the game and is now part of the, all caps, rules of golf. Players and caddies have long used them during practice rounds to gather relevant yardages. So what that means is that caddies and players will just be able to know how far away they are. Uh, Shane Bacon tweeted out, I'm excited to welcome the professional golf world to the new stress of being on the fourth hole of event, going for the rangefinder, and having the, oh crap, did I turn off the slope freak out moment. Happens every round, lots of fun. That one goes over my head. But, <laughs> it's supposed to speed up play. To me, this just makes it drag, because what you usually do is you'd go over to your caddy, right? You'd go over to your caddy, and you'd say, how long? And he'd go, um, I don't know, 180. Plus the fact that if you go, there are markers. There literally are markers that are there um, that tell you how far away you are. But it, it, to say, to look, information is good, and, and you'll probably get better golf, I guess, markedly. But I don't think it speeds it up because now you're going to get out your little thing. Unless it's just like boom, boom, like you put it up and then you – you stick it back down again, I guess. But um, kicking and screaming, golf being pulled into the modern times. Is that it, huh? I saw uh, uh, another article uh, today about uh, why it's a uh, Kyle Porter. He's a golf writer for CBS Sports. And he said, what Jordan Spieth did at the Phoenix Open last year will not be sustainable, or this year, will not be sustainable in the long run. That's the waste management Phoenix Open we were talking about. By the way, he won by a stroke over Xander Schofala and K.H. Lee. Um, he had a, a 61 on Saturday. If he means, will he hit a 61 every time, then yeah, I get it. But that's a headline. That's not going to be sustainable. <laughs> that's like that's like running for 250 yards in an NFL game and say, I don't think you're going to do that next week. All right, sounds good. All right, we'll take a quick break. I'm Rick Tittle, laughing by myself. Come on back on Sports Pilot. Who's watching? Tell me who's watching. Who's watching me?
If you or a loved one is suffering from a physical or emotional condition that has left you unable to work, then listen carefully. Take this number down, 800-593-7491. That's 800-593-7491. When you call, you'll speak with a Social Security disability expert and get a free evaluation to see if you may qualify for disability insurance benefits from the U.S. government. That's right, a monthly cash payment paid directly to you from the Social Security Administration. Whether you're applying for the first time or you've already been denied disability benefits, call now. The disability attorneys at Pinnacle Disability can help you build your case, file an appeal, and represent you at no upfront cost to you. Don't wait another minute to see if you may qualify for your Social Security disability benefits. Call Pinnacle Disability Group at 800-593-7491 for your free case evaluation. That's 800-593-7491. 800-593-7491. Call now. I'm going to tell you how you can get real health care for as little as $6 a day. Yes, now you can get affordable health care for you and your family immediately and save as much as 50% off your current monthly health care payments. Our plans are perfect for people that are self-employed, can't afford health benefits where they work, or just want to pay less for their current health care. And coverage is guaranteed regardless of your medical condition. We even offer some of the new Christian faith-based health benefits. Save up to 50% on your family's health care. Make a free quick call now. There are no contracts and we give you a 10-day money-back trial period. Call Provision Enrollment right now for your risk-free guaranteed health insurance quote starting at $6 a day. 800-472-5145. 800-472-5145. That's 800-472-5145. Do you owe $10,000 or more on at least two federal student loans? Then you may qualify for new programs offered by the Department of Education. These programs can reduce your interest, lower your payments, and possibly qualify you for loan forgiveness. If you have $10,000 or more and at least two federal student loans and currently not in school, you may qualify for one of these programs. Call now to check your eligibility. Student Loan Advisors are standing by to help you determine if you qualify for these new programs. They can help you reduce your interest, lower your payment, and even forgive a portion of your student loan debt. Take control of your financial future. Make this free 5-minute free call now to Nationwide Student Loans and learn how you can reduce your student loan debt. 800-439-7851. 800-439-7851. 800-439-7851. 800-439-7851. What kind of music do you usually have here? Oh, we got both kinds. We got country and western. Tittle ate 200 chicken wings at your mama's house last night. Now back to Fat Boy. Wow, that really hurts my feelings. I gotta say. Uh, coming up in the next segment, Michael G. Long, new book, First Class Citizenship. Um, <clears throat> trade rumors in the NBA. Kyle Lowry's name is back. 
being bandied about. You could argue that he's the greatest Raptor of all time. I mean, Kawhi Leonard was there for a year, and they won a championship, so he'll get votes. But Kyle Lowry is a six-time All-Star. He's 34 years old, and he's been there so long. But uh, apparently that they, a lot of people think they got to move on from him to start the rebuild. And on paper, I mean, what's the incentive of keeping a franchise uh, icon in place with the Raptors playing in Tampa Bay this season? And you look at Siakam and Van Fleet, they're only 26. OG Ananobi's 23. Those three could fo- form a core if the man if the rosters manages properly there, and uh, Toronto could also could have max cap space this season, but only <clears throat> if it lets Lowry walk. So cashing in on him now will at least get them some assets. But finding a trade partners, as always, the NBA is going to be hard. I mean, Lowry's making thirty million dollars this year, thirty million, and Matching a, a hefty number like that is always hard, much less during the quarantine with no fans. So um, of the other 29 teams they could deal to deal him to, I would say there are at least 20 that have huge cap problems right now. Just straight up, their money is just more than tied up. So that leaves you with basically 10 teams, and then you got to know if any of those teams are, are interested or not. Now, what's a team that needs a little boost to maybe try to win a championship that has some cash? The Clippers, believe it or not, have some cash, as do the Milwaukee Bucks. But they would need to match multiple salaries to fill out the roster, roster but... The thing of the Clippers is they they don't have a point guard, <laughs> you know, not a traditional one. And if you want to let Kawhi and Chris Paul run down the wings, you need a a real point guard who can play defense and make good passes and steals and can hit a three now and then. But you know, if they could make the one work, but you know they don't really have a lot of first round picks to complete the deal. I know Miami Heat were mentioned that's Lowry's uh, a team that that he's talked about but Lowry's from Philly and the Sixers could use a more traditional point card as well and they they're not hard capped but what Toronto would demand is what's unclear in the seller's market Toronto might have to I mean just have the best available player on the board so should they expect to extract a, a decent price for, for Lowry as any kind of young athlete assets or, or draft assets and they decide to move him? I mean, I know that the rumor was that they're interested in Andre Drummond. Well, that would suggest that they desire a, to, comp- <laughs> to remain competitive. And look, they got off to a slow start and what are they, like ninth right now in the East? So, I mean, that's that's not what they're trying to do. But if you're going to let Lowry walk, you might as well cash in on him now. <clears throat> it makes sense. 1-800-878-PLAY. Um, in the draft, when the Warriors were drafting and it looked like that 
maybe LaMelo Ball might be the guy. The thing I said at the time was that I would rather have Wiseman, and I still would rather have Wiseman, who, by the way, was wearing a Friends hoodie, a black hoodie that said Friends, the TV show. Weird. David Stern probably rolled in his grave because he was the guy with the dress code. Black hoodie that said friends. <laughs> hey, be comfortable. I'd do the same thing if they let me, just not friends. But um, LaMelo Ball was intriguing <clears throat> because he was just so damn fast. And he entered the NBA with a lot of the same question marks that have dogged his older brother Lonzo. And that is amazing passer, so fast, so smooth, but you can't shoot. And if you think about, uh, you know, having a few jitters in the beginning, um, made over half of his attempts in December and then went into a little bit of a funk. But he's made 14 of his last 28. And then last night against the Rockets, he made seven threes for Charlotte. He's now the youngest player in NBA history to hit seven threes in a game. 19 years, 171 days old. The only other 19-year-olds who have done it, Luka Doncic, Kobe White, and Anthony Simmons. Simons. They were all 19, just a little bit older. Um, also, 10 assists and 7 rebounds. The important takeaway from this performance by Ball, I think, is that the more he shoots and hits, the more... Obviously, the defense is going to have to come out to him. Lonzo Ball is still waiting for that respect, I think. LaMelo is more dangerous already. So, I mean, Ball inside the arc was 0 for 6, which isn't good. Um, But, you know, look, no rookie is perfect, and no rookies develop at the same rate. But if he keeps this up, LaMelo Ball could find himself as an all-star at one point. One more NBA note. One more NBA note. When you think about how good the Lakers are and the way Frank Vogel means bird in German, how he runs their rotation. Before last night, they went four games in a row by playing nine guys. And that's what they wanted. LeBron James, Anthony Davis, Contavious Caldwell-Pope, Dennis Schroeder, not Schroeder, and Marcus all started. Off the bench, you had Alex Caruso, Montreal Harrell, Silency, Kyle Kuzma, and Talon Horton Tucker. By the way, Talon Horton Tucker, you don't hear a lot about him. He's in his second year out of Iowa State. The guy is just putting up double-doubles all over the place. It's not bad. But anyway, last night against the Thunder, AD was out. And Caruso was out. So that meant that Markeith Morris filled in for Davis. And then Wesley Matthews comes in for Caruso. And Matthews got 26 minutes, scored 16 points, hit four out of five threes, sensational energy and defense all night, several amazing plays, and the Lakers won 107-102. Or, sorry, 107-105. So if you think about what the Lakers should expect out of Matthews. When he was with the Bucks and he was starting, he got over $100 million there. And is there decline in sitting a guy like that? Well, he's shot 40% from three so far. 
he went from starting with the team with the best record in the NBA to just struggling to get on the court with the defending champions. And that happens when you have two MVP candidates and then they, you know, they unearth a stud at 46 overall and then they convince the sixth man of the year to sign on a discount. But the, the Lakers, what I'm trying to get at, the Lakers just have too many good players right now. You know, I was just talking about how when Steph Curry comes off the court, the uh, Warriors are a completely different team without him. Not so much the Lakers. That depth does help. And by the way, um, saw another article, Brad Botkin, saying that the, the Warriors need to um, stretch Steph Curry's minutes. Um, it, it might not be all about stretching. It might just be about risk, uh, distri- uh, distributing them, I should say. It's not say distribution. Distributing them. But Steve Kerr, after the game last night, said, hey, 34 to 35 minutes, that's the way it's going to be. And what that means is that the Warriors have no expectations of winning anything um, meaningful. Um, I mean, if you push Curry, who's averaging 33.8, to five more minutes a game, then you wear him down even more in a season that doesn't matter. I mean, it's hard to say it doesn't matter. But... Um, Steph Curry after the game told the Mercury News, of course I want to play more. (laughs) To me, I don't think it should be by rote. Like Kerr, as I mentioned, first six minutes of the fourth quarter, he sits. Well, what happened in that time? The Warriors were ice cold, and the Spurs won like a 12-2 run. You can't just stand there going, oh, wow, that sucks. Look what they're doing. If you see the team go on a run, get him back in. Stop the bleeding. And then when the bleeding stops, now now you can bring him back. And I'm telling Steve Kerr how to coach. I'm not telling him how to coach, but it is frustrating when the other team knows for a fact when that guy is out. Because technically they could rest their guys and, and get them ready for when he's, uh, he's ready to go. Right? You do it that way as well. All right, 1-800-878-PLAY is the uh, number to call, 1-800-878-7529. When we come back, we'll talk to a man who's written a very interesting book about Jackie Robinson, compiling a lot of uh, letters and correspondences as well. I'm Rick Tittle. We'll see you in a second. Okay, we've got Rick here, a veteran in the league who's gone 0-2 the past Valentine's Days. Do you think he can pull off a win this year? I always like an underdog, Bob, but I'm not sure about this guy. He's passing aisle three, picks up a bag of wings, he dodges the produce section. But will he pick up the heart-shaped box? Heading toward the candy aisle, he's picking up speed. Oh, no, he chokes and heads straight to the checkout. Unbelievable. This close to Valentine's Day. Don't be a Rick. Make happy this Valentine's Day with a heart-shaped box of Russell Stover chocolates. 
Attention to anyone that's written a book or wants to write a book. The process is not that complicated. Take a first step. Even if you write a page a day, you'll build momentum and your book will become a reality. The hard part is getting it published. That's when you need to call Page Publishing. They've got hundreds and hundreds of thank yous from different new authors, just like you. They make the process of publishing your new book and getting it sold online a simple process. You can learn how simple it is right now by calling for your free page publishing new author submission kit one quick three-minute phone call that's all it takes to get free information and learn how you can get your book published pick up your phone right now and call us 24 hours a day at this number 800-603-0885 800-603-0885 that's 800-603-0885 Airlines have just reduced their prices even more. Book 30 days in advance and save big. Want the absolute lowest prices on your airline tickets? Then call the low-cost airlines travel hotline right now. For prices so low, we can't publish them anywhere. The only way to access our low rates and save up to 70% is to call. Save hundreds on your vacation tickets by calling right now. You can fly anywhere in the world and pay discount prices on your your airline tickets. Book a flight today to London, Paris, Madrid, or anywhere else you want to go and pay a lot less guaranteed. Call the International Travel Department right now at Low Cost Airlines. 800-754-4531. 800-754-4531. That's 800-754-4531. What's in store this week at Staples? Everything you need for a totally productive workspace. Staples has the technology, supplies, and furniture you need to upgrade your workspace at amazing prices. Like right now, select chairs are 40% off. Plus, when you buy any office chair, get 25% off all desks, file cabinets, chair mats, bookcases, and lighting purchases. Shop in store or pick up curbside. Upgrade your workspace and save at Staples. See staplesconnect.com for details. Ends 2-27-21. In-store only while supplies last. Curbside available at most stores. It doesn't really matter. I, uh, I don't like my job, and uh, I don't think I'm going to go anymore. Tittle thinks there's a direct correlation between dogs and lightning. Thank you for that, and uh, welcome back to the show. Rick Tittle with you coast to coast and around the globe on American Forces Radio Network. It's our uh, pleasure to uh, welcome to the show uh, the author of a brand new book just coming out today, uh, which is called 42 Today, Jackie Robinson and His Legacy. And uh, the author, or I should say the editor here, is Michael G. Long. The book is uh, from uh, NYU Press. Michael, welcome to the show. And, you know, we've heard so much about Jackie and the 
the unprecedented road to the big leagues he had and the privation sacrifices and horrible threats he had to uh, suffer through. But uh, a lot of us don't know about um, what he did uh, outside the lines and for civil rights and and other such things. What was the genesis behind the the project for you? Rick, I'm sorry. Can you repeat the question? I didn't catch the last part. What was the the genesis behind this project for you to put together some of the things about Jackie from outside the lines and how he helped with civil rights and such things? Sure, yeah. Thanks for the question. That's really interesting, and thanks for having me on the show. Uh, believe it or not, a long time ago, I was uh, researching Richard Nixon, and I was at the Presidential Archives in California. And an archivist uh, came to my desk and said, hey, Mike, have you seen the Jackie Robinson file? And wow, I had not seen the Jackie Robinson file. So he brought out this huge file uh, full of letters between Robinson and Nixon. I poured through the letters, and they were mostly about politics and civil rights. And I thought to myself, I really have to do something about this. So I eventually contacted Rachel Robinson, and she was so gracious and gave me permission uh, to work on Jackie Robinson, a new Jackie Robinson book. And so that's really how I got into Robinson. I got into Robinson through his work in civil rights and politics and not so much through his baseball career. And then after that, I continued with my interest in his life beyond baseball. And it was really dramatic, Rick. I mean, the guy guy took all the energy that he had in baseball, and then he added some and attacked civil rights uh, in a good way. I mean, he tried to advance civil rights for black people. So he worked for the NAACP. He opened a black bank in Harlem. He lobbied politicians. He fought for civil rights legislation. And the list just goes on and on. And it was dramatic when I came across it. It was a Jackie Robinson I just didn't know. It's fascinating, too, when you think about how poignant it is now with professional athletes uh, of color trying to make a mark, uh, not just Black History Month we have right now, but, of course, with Black Lives Matter and social justice and other things we have in this country. But we don't hear about Jackie Robinson being one of the first professional athletes to, to do this. So can we say in a way that he's the Jackie Robinson of professional athletes in civil rights? Yeah, I think that's pretty fair. Uh, one of my, one of the contributors to the book uh, describes him as one of the first jocks for justice. Uh, and Peter Dreyer is the one who says that. And I think he's uh, right about that. Robinson really led the way. And I think the athletes who are active in social justice issues today really stand on the shoulders of Jackie Robinson. Now, Robinson did regret not being as active as he might have been during his baseball career, but he took uh, the reputation that he had developed on the diamond and then applied that to civil rights in ways that nobody else had done up to that point. You know, it's, it's interesting, too, that people forget that when he walked onto the diamond in 1947, the Supreme Court said it's okay to segregate schools. Rosa Parks hadn't even refused to get off the bus seat yet. I mean, there was, we kind of think like, oh, he, he took the field and racism ended, you know? I mean, it's just, uh, <laughs> when he took the field, we weren't even, we weren't even close to some of these civil rights issues yet. 
You know, Robinson had a lonely life in 1947, and really he's a lone figure in that year. It was a really difficult year for him. Uh, he was not naturally nonviolent. He was certainly not naturally peaceful. And he didn't have support of white teammates early on in 47 either. Uh, I think we need to break that myth that some of his white teammates really helped him shatter the color barrier. And it's simply not true, as Rachel Robinson uh, can attest. He was alone in those years. But, yeah, he really led the way in, in, in many ways. And Dr. King, Martin Luther King Jr., uh, saw Jackie Robinson as a hero, and he described Robinson as a sit-inner before sit-ins. Uh, uh, I forget. He, he gave him incredible praise. There's another great expression that he used. Oh, a freedom rider before freedom rides. He was a sit-inner before sit-ins, a freedom rider before freedom rides. Dr. King exactly knew that he was standing on the shoulders of Jackie Robinson. A couple more questions for Michael G. Long, the new book, 42 Today. Um, it begs the question from your earlier statement, did you see what Nixon wrote back? Did he give him the brush off or did he seem engaged in what Jackie was talking about? You know, they first met in 1952 at a Republican National Convention and Nixon recalled this uh, detailed play from a game that Robinson was involved in, and the two bonded initially over Robinson's football career at UCLA. And -hmm. then they continued uh, correspondence through 1972. And yeah, and Nixon was a huge fan. And Robinson became a huge fan of Nixon as well. In fact, in 1960, Robinson left his job at Chock Full of Nuts. Uh, He took a sabbatical and he campaigned full time for Nixon. And Nixon was running against Kennedy in 1960. It's a really interesting choice Robinson made, but he was convinced, he was firmly convinced that Nixon was a better candidate on civil civil rights than Kennedy was. He eventually soured on Nixon, but there you go. Yeah, and, you know, who's to say at the time he he, might have been right? It's fascinating. Um, I know that you also um, have some very insightful, accomplished writers like Howard Bryant, George Vesey, and others who have contributed to, to this work as well. What, what did they offer up? You know, one of the great points that George Vesey makes is that Major League Baseball is indebted to Robinson, not only because he shattered the color barrier, but he really transformed the game. So what Robinson did in 47 and beyond is inject some of the Negro League's baseball play into Major League Baseball. And and Vesey makes a really fascinating point that when we watch players take a long uh, corner turn on first base, or when we see them dance between bases, or when we see that hard slide, or when we see somebody steal home plate, that's because of Jackie Robinson. Robinson brought black baseball into Major League Baseball. So that's really Vesey's contribution. It's, it's a really dramatic read. As for Howard Bryant of ESPN, he makes the case that Robinson wanted ownership. These are uh, Bryant's words as I remember them. People were calling for advancement. They were calling for gradual uh, progress. But Robinson wanted really quick progress on civil rights and black rights. And not only did he want that, he wanted blacks to become owners. He wanted them in the front office. 
He wanted, he wanted black people to become owners of teams. He wanted black people to become owners of businesses, owners in the quarters of power. And that way, in that way, Robinson really sounded a lot like Malcolm X, I think. Last question for you. And um, I know you got uh, Ken Burns in, involved to write a forward as well. And, you know, his iconic documentary uh, sticks with us uh, on baseball. We all learned so much from watching that even seasoned baseball people learned a lot from that. What did, what did Ken Burns uh, have to offer to your project? Well, Ken makes the case in the forward that we've sort of frozen Robinson in 1947. So in 1947, Robinson is pretty non-threatening. He turns the other cheek. He soldiers on non-violently. And we all imagine, as you stated earlier, that racism has gone away. And, <laughs> and Burns and, his, and Ken Burns and Sarah Burns and David McMahon all make the case in the forward that that's just not true. And that Robinson is much more than a one-dimensional figure, that he's somebody who is more than a nonviolent warrior. In fact, nonviolence was not natural to Jackie Robinson. He was very tough. He had a fiery temper. He had a temper like a rattlesnake, as, as one of his colleagues put it early on. Uh, and he fought hard and aggressively, not only on the diamond, but beyond the diamond as well. And then Burns also makes a case that if you want to honor Robinson today, you got to fight for black civil rights. You got to fight against police brutality. You got to fight for better jobs. You got to fight for social equality. That's the best way uh, to honor Jackie Robinson. So those are some of the points that Ken and his team brought to the book. Very cool. And just real quickly, you know, we always heard in San Francisco that Jackie Robinson, you know, he was like 37 years old. He got traded to the Giants and he retired so that he wouldn't play for the rival. Is that the real reason? Because we also heard that he didn't like Horace Stoneham and, and he was sick of baseball anyway. Where do we stand on that? Well, you know, we stand on a lot of reasons, actually. <laughs> well, <laughs> I think he was very uh, disappointed at having been traded. Uh, it was really a slap in Robinson's face uh, by O'Malley at the time. There's no doubt about that. And the friction between O'Malley and Robinson can't be uh, overstated. Uh, but Robinson was also, by 56, ready to move on. And so he was lining up a lucrative corporate job with chock full of nuts. He became vice president of personnel. And I think he recognized that his body was breaking down, too. So there are lots of reasons. Uh, some of them we probably don't know why Jackie Robinson left baseball in 56. Well, for baseball fans and just American history fans, uh, and if you're involved in uh, social justice and anything else, just a good read. It's called 42 Today, Jackie Robinson and His Legacy. It's available from NYU Press today. We've been speaking with the author, Michael G. Long. Michael, congratulations on the book, and hopefully we'll catch up down the road. Thanks, Rick, and thanks for the great questions. All right, good stuff. I'm Rick Tittle. We'll come on back on Sports Pilot.
Are you 60 plus and love to travel? Introducing the Senior Travel Discount Network, brought to you by Low Cost Airlines. Call us anytime, day or night, and save up to 75% on your airline and hotel reservations. We can help you save a ton of money to fly almost anywhere. We have inside discounts on over 500 airlines and 500,000 hotels worldwide. And when you call and mention the discount code 60 plus, we'll give you an extra free night with your qualified air and hotel reservation. Now you can get the best prices on air and hotel reservations with your phone. We make it easy and fast for you to save money and book a trip. Remember, call the Senior Travel Discount Network. Mention the discount code 60 plus for your free hotel night with your qualified reservation. Call now. 800-493-6118. 800-493-6118. That's 800-493-6118. Now you can make your home look great and save money. Right now, when you call Renewal by Anderson, you can buy four windows and get the fifth one free. Plus, you get 12 months with no interest, no money down, and no payments. Upgrade your home. Buy four windows and get the fifth one free. Installation and warranty are even included. And the Renewal by Anderson certified retailers take every safety precaution to protect you and your family. Hey, for 25 years. People have trusted Renewal by Anderson for their window replacement needs, and you can too. So call right now. Don't wait. Learn how to get your free window when you buy four. 800-413-6992. 800-413-6992. That's 800-413-6992. Interest accrues from date of purchase, but is waived if paid in full within 12 months. Other conditions apply. We've adjusted our operations to serve you safely following all CDC guidelines. Visit RenewalByAnderson.com for details. Here's an important COVID-19 school system update for your local area. If you're concerned about your child's education, please pay close attention to this message. The current school systems were not set up for at-home learning. If you're worried that your child may not be getting the grades they need to get ahead, may be losing self-confidence, or you're worried about them getting into a good college because of their grades, help is available to you. Call Grade Potential Tutoring. They can help with in-home or online tutoring and help your child with any subject and every grade level, even for test prep. They're experts in the home tutoring and online tutoring field and confident they can help you and your child get better grades today. Call now for your free consultation. 800-693-8290-800-693-8290-800-693-8290. That's 800-693-8290. When do broadcasters go too far? Where does hilarity stop and vulgarity begin? Don't ask Rick Tittle to bring it, because it already done got brought. A couple minutes left in the show. By the way, uh, Robert in Michigan just uh, tweeted out something from the Tigers. Uh, it uh, says Motown feels quieter today. It's about the passing of Mary Wilson. 
of the Supremes, who, of course, iconic singer in her younger days, you know, very glamorous, huge voice. And this was uh, opening day at uh, Tiger Stadium, or I guess Comerica Park, just two years ago. But anyway, if you go to at Rick Tittle, you can see the, the video there. Thanks for the tweet, Robert. <clears throat> um, and RIP Mary Wilson as well. Uh, Trevor Bauer, uh, as we found out uh, last week, he is going to be a Dodger. That happened during my show on Friday. But he also has apologized to the New York Mets fans. He tweeted out a couple days ago, Mets fans, I owe you an explanation and an apology. My intention this entire offseason was to engage with fans in ways that made the offseason and the free agent process more interesting. I woke up early on Friday not knowing what my decision would be and spent the next five hours on it and began to spread on social media. I look forward to my next visit to City Field and hope to hear you just as loud in person, even if it's not cheers for me. So what he's specifically talking about is that on Friday afternoon, when the Mets' chances seemed pretty good, Bauer's official website started selling Bauer Mets merchandise. So, I mean, we hear all the time, oh my gosh, guess who I saw at the airport? Or they have the same agent. Or he's selling his house. And we look for the, when the guy's website starts selling shirts that say Bauer with Mets on the front, I can see how you'd be pretty excited. So, yeah, Trevor, you're not going to be getting cheered. <laughs> you really left them at the altar, so to speak. All right, I'm Rick Tittle. Thanks for tuning in. Sports Talk is next on Sports Bio. Yeah, man, I hope we don't have brain damage. <laughs> <laughs> Great way to end the show.